Episode 32 of Taking the Cynic Route. Summertime fun time. Oh, it's flying by. I'm Jeff, and I am by my lonesome for this intro. But it's the trio, as usual, around the octagon, and we're talking a little bit of everything. Guinea John bought a new car, and it's a terrible experience in general. Uh, OJ Simpson has a new Twitter account, and it's phenomenal. We talk a uh, little bit of political correctness on college campuses. We list off our favorite natural disaster movies. Uh, yeah, it's a fun one. We, we have a, a blast. And I hope you will enjoy listening to this. I hope you enjoy it so much that you check out our new merch page and say, holy shit, I want a hat or a shirt from these guys because it's that funny. Or just send us an email. That's free. And tell us how much you love us or hate us or, you know, either way, it's totally welcome. It's what makes the world go round. Trying to gobble some box. Fizz, fizz. <laughs> wow. Ball and optimistic hearts if you're easily offended. offended. It's time that you depart. A bunch of dicks from ball balls and balls trying to figure out. out. Lick up my balls and tell my nuts. Lick all my fucking balls. Oh, oh but, hey, by the way, the, uh, the whiff sound that we use. Whew, yeah. I've been watching that show, The Good Place. You guys ever check that out? No. They use that exact fucking sound. Because uh, they do a lot of flashbacks, you know? It's all about her life before and after she goes to the good place or whatever. Oh, right, with Veronica Mars in it. I don't know. Who, I, I've never watched Veronica Mars, so Is I don't know. Ted Danson? Girl. Ted Danson's in it. Kristen Bell's. Yeah. Exactly right. right. That's that's the two. Yep. But uh, anyway, when they go to their flashback, it's whoo! And every time I hear it, dude, it's like I'm back listening to Taking a Cynic Route <laughs> with Guinea John! At any point... Uh, that was your cue to intro. Uh, well, go ahead. I had a question first. <laughs> God damn it. At any point, do they go, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're, I mean, not in so many, how, what would you say? Because it's not a word. <laughs> uh, not per se, but like that is, attitude or is, that reaction. Is it, a, is it an onomatopoeia? Every time I see you, rearrange my brain in a strange cacophony, I get a feeling in my heart that I can't describe a sort of love, dub, love, dub sound in my head that I can't describe a sort of zoom, zip, hiccup, drip, ding, dong, crunch, crack, bark, crack, beam, back, yeah! <laughs> anyway, that was Onomatopoeia by Todd Rundgren, 1978, off Herman and Mink Hollow LP. Um, in case anybody was wondering out there, in this taking a cynic route. <laughs> uh, we, out there, we were wondering in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know of two people exactly right. within three feet. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, dudes. They call me Bruce. Uh, and I am Jeff at the Octagon. What you enjoy in there, Jeff? Here's a free plug for a beer company. Uh, this is uh, Victory Twisted Monkey. It's a Belgian-style blonde ale with mango. Speaking of Twisted Monkeys... Anybody want to try it? I'm good. I'll try it at some point soon. It's pretty good. Um, Speaking of Twisted Monkeys, listeners, we got um, some merch out there for you. We can run local merch. We had a couple of sounds out there. You know, Arabs. (laughs) What the fuck? 
Hey, I'm just God. I, I am backing away from the table right now. That's a hell of a way to try and sell us t-shirts. Guys, guys, look, listen. I, I am so sorry, but I, all I'm doing is quoting Martin Scorsese's Casino, 1995. Joe Pesci says that exact line. <laughs> That's really all I meant by you might, that. You might want to lead with that part. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Guys, I just I'm sorry. I had to I had to pull the trigger on that one. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Ah. Uh, that was a that was a real left hook. <laughs> but anyway, what I, my point I was going to raise was speaking of twisted monkeys. Hey, what, I, whatever it is, it's irrelevant now. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just an expression. Yes, uh, it is. Yeah, we know. <laughs> but um, you're all familiar with our logo, our taking the cynic route logo created by Jeff, uh, with the three monkeys that are all twisted up there. Uh, the see no evil. It's actually just one monkey. Speak it's but no with three evil. Heads. It's a three-headed monkey. There we go. Hear no evil. A chimera of monkeys. Oh. Yeah. Or is it chimera? I think it's chimera. A chimera, yeah. Whatever. I first learned that real uh, pronunciation from Gauntlet Dark Legacy on PlayStation 2, <laughs> which was actually the last game I really got into, because I'm, I'm at a certain age now. I don't play video games anymore. Like, right. Let me just be frank about it. I like be- never play video games anymore. But from thir- age, let's say, nine through early 20s, let's say, I played an ass ton. And I know I'm not special, but I'm just giving you my history here. A fucking dick ton of fucking <laughs> video games. I'm not uh, familiar with either one of those units. <laughs> and when I, what I really mean is I, I picked my three or four games I loved in that time span and just played the shit out of them. I didn't get into like a large number of games. I just like concentrated on certain games. Kind of like how I watch movies. Mm-hmm. Like a movie I love, I've seen it like 50 fucking times. Right, you've seen six movies in your life, but you've seen <laughs> yeah, them all exactly. tri- in triple digits. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently can quote all the most racist uh, dialogue from them well, uh, at any given moment. That's the stuff that sticks. Right. Yeah, it <laughs> sticks like a motherfucker, yeah. That Joe Pesci, man, he, he wove magic in those movies. It's <laughs> <laughs> one way of putting it. Oh. Get this through your head, you Jew motherfucker, you. you Get only- this through your head, you Jew motherfucker, you. <laughs> hey, that wasn't bad. I mean, I mean it's, it's, almost, it's almost like I heard it twice <laughs> yeah. in a row. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> Thanks, man. I couldn't tell where one ended and the next one began. <laughs> You fat Irish prick. <laughs> you go my fucking money, I'll put your fucking brain to sleep. I, lo- I love how in that scene he's so specific about, like, I'm not going to kill you. But he tells him, like, three different ways that he's going to, like, inc- like comatose. He's going to be in a coma. He's going he's, he's gonna to put his brain to sleep. Wash your fucking head like a grapefruit. Okay, that, he's specific there. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good, man. The well, Irishman, October. I don't know. I'm very excited. Were we talking about something before all of this? No. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally lost some cash. It all started with the whiff sound. That's that's yeah. what this whole started from. Okay. This that's what this whole started from. <laughs> Woo. Um so. so what has happened in the world since we last got together, gentlemen? Well, I do know that when I pulled up today, pulled <laughs> up today. <laughs> pulled up or pulled out? Pulled up. 
I uh, gotcha. I happened to notice a different colored car parked outside, and I was a little confused as to who could oh be my here. God. Okay, dude. All right. All right. I mean, you know, let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. Might as well. I think right. Guinea Juan has to elaborate. Might as well. Might as well. It's a Jerry Garcia band. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you have to explain it. It's no good. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I my previous car. Mm-hmm. So, guys, a couple days ago, I got a, I got a new, quote, unquote, new. It's slightly used car. How, pre- how slightly used? It's only got 1,500 miles on it. Not bad at all. Yeah. It's a 2018 Toyota Corolla. Okay. I know you want to know. Although that reminds me of the time that Adam Corolla was on the dais in one of those roasts. Mm-hmm. And somebody referred to, like, uh, his chin as, like, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's jizz cup or something. <laughs> Of his cleft chin or whatever he's got. <laughs> Sounds like Sarah Silverman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so every time I get in my Corolla, I think about jizz and, and men's chins. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure you think about that anytime you get into anything, regardless of make or model. Right. Anytime you enter the house, anytime but you climb into bed. My previous car was a Subaru Impreza, and it treated me really well. For uh, I got it, I had it for pretty much exactly six years. When I got it, it had seven thousand miles on it, mm-hmm. and when it quit, when it was done, it was one hundred twenty thousand miles. So, I mean, that's, that's a good it. fucking run. I mean, is it though? Uh, I mean, I've had mine. I think I'm at like one hundred ninety eight thousand miles for ten years. Yeah. The thing is, like, I, I I took it to the fucking Subaru, and they're like, "Well, this it needs this. Like, it's le- engine is leaking oil, which you know is never fucking good." Mm-hmm. Like even like ten fifteen years ago, that was like a two thousand dollar job. Now it's like three thousand or some fucking horrible shit at mm-hmm. the fucking dealership, you know. And but you want to tr- like you know, I don't fucking know a lot of people that can f- do engines that aren't the dealership. Do you guys know people? Do you guys know where to take your shit? I mean, it's going to be expensive, and you're not going to have any kind of like I'm sure a dealership's warranty is probably right. going to go farther than a local right. guy's warranty. Yes, right. right. But uh, but by the time I would have had to put four thousand plus into making this car back to where it needed to be, mm-hmm. and uh, I even asked the manager guy like this this tub of shit fucking younger guy tried to rip me off, <laughs> dude. And I, like he called me up on the phone, man. Like, uh, and he told me all this shit, and I was already like, okay, whatever. So I was like starting my grieving process with like because I knew this was the end of the road with me and my car that I've liked for six years. And, uh, <clears throat> man, I got to tell you what, I, on the phone, I got fucking pissed. Like, I got fucking, and, and but here's why, because he's like, okay. oh, it was $125 diagnostic. Because I originally just brought in for the oil change, mm-hmm. and there was like a recall letter I got about a brake light or something. Right. So I, I went in there expecting to pay nothing. I had to get my, like, free oil change that they give you at the dealership. And, uh, and so then he tells me about all these problems. I'm like, well, great, okay, you know, whatever. And I was mm-hmm. already sad and grieving. And he's like, yeah, one hundred twenty-five dollar um, diagnostic fee, and I'm like, what? Like, uh, I would have appreciated a phone call first, dude. Like, that's exactly how it sounded. Like, so they, I was, so, I was pissed. So they ran the diagnostics test without even asking With, yeah, you if they, you wanted the, 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 the dude diagnostics was trying, run. Exactly, the dude was going to charge me. I took my car in there for like, an oil. They're change. supposed to call you before they do any fucking thing. That's that's going to be you're going to be charged for, right? I, I brought it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'm like, how do you sleep at night, dude? Do you know what you char- look on your screen there? Would you see what you, ch- you try to charge me for brakes last time I was in? Just my front brakes. <laughs> like I got pissed. 
Uh, he's like, sure, you don't have to. You don't have to shout. You know, like, <laughs> like. All right, now this is only this is like oh, the first half, not even the first half of the story. You know, so, so then I go in. So wait, I, did you pay the diagnostic? No. Okay, here's the rest of the okay, story. Okay. So like, two, I, I just wanted to make sure we were coming back to that. About a, sometimes you just don't necessarily give all the details, but it's keep going. coming up. Okay. Uh, so I get. You know, I get back up there. It's like maybe two hours later, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, the guy that I yelled at, dude, he's right. like not even like some other guy comes out, older manager guy, like, you know, kind of, you know, real conciliatory atmosphere about him. Like he was, you know, he's like, here's here's what it is. Like, and he was just like, he was just like real cool about it, showing me like, this guy was OK, like showing me the list of shit. And uh, all all the money was going to add up to, and it was this guy was just a straight shooter, and I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. so oh man, I've loved this car, but it looks like I'm at, probably at the end of the road. Tell me, tell, let me ask you, if this was your car, would you put this money into this car right now? I just asked him point blank, he's like, nah, I tell you the truth, I wouldn't, not with this many miles on it, sir. No, I wouldn't. He just like gave it to me straight, you know. So, uh, so I'm like, okay, cool. So I, I feel like. Uh, I was interested in checking out Toyotas actually because you know, I know a couple people with one, and uh, for years I've been like you know impressed with what I've been seeing with them or whatever from people that I know that have them. So I went down there, Toyota, you know, and uh, I eventually found something I think is going to work for me. It's got fifteen hundred miles on it. It's a twenty eighteen, and uh, they gave me four grand for my trade in, which was awesome. Um, and uh, out the door, man, it was like. Uh, 14 grand you know so i think i did okay that's what i want to pay for a car i'm not trying to pay some exorbitant shit now he okay so and by the way yes i never did i never did say about the nice guy subaru that i that i the last person i dealt with mm-hmm. that 125 dollar fucking fee the guy said on the phone right never came up never wasn't listed the guy didn't say a fucking word i just walked the fuck out so what the fuck is that about <laughs> are you, you sure see? You, are you sure you didn't accidentally? Well, I mean, well, I didn't you, pay shit. Well, if you're trading in the car, maybe they. Yeah, did you pay for any of the maintenance? I didn't to pay the other for car? it. No, I didn't pay for it for the other car. You so you didn't pay for the oil no, change? No, or no, anything? no. Which is exactly what I expected. Right now, if 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 I wanted to pay for something, I would have. You know, I needed the call and I approve it. That's right. how that normally works. Right. So I never. Yeah, I wanted to finish that other story by saying the fucking. The, the last guy, the nicer guy or whatever, it never even came up. He didn't mention it. It wasn't It wasn't on any printout, nothing. So the original tub of shit guy, you know, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> was pu- pulling that out of his ass? I don't know, like. I mean, there is a diagnostic. They usually do charge you for diagnostics. If you're taking it in for diagnostics or specifically request diagnostics. Which I did not do. Right. Neither of that do applied. You, do you think they're just playing good mechanic, bad mechanic? <laughs> That's good. That's good. I mean, now where would you classify Charles Bronson in the film The Mechanic? Good mechanic or bad mechanic? Definitely a good mechanic. <laughs> um, Jan Michael Vincent being the bad mechanic. <laughs> yeah, just ask anybody you ever dated. <laughs> Take me to the pilot. <laughs> Take me to the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. Oh man. So anyway. Uh, so the only other thing I want to talk about, with, you know how when you buy a new car, guys, and you can share stories as well, you're in the fucking dealership for three to four hours for the whole process, and right. it's understandable. They, there's paperwork. There's they got to run your insurance. They got to run your credit. You know, all these various things that just time accumulates. It's not like anybody's fault. You know, it's just shit that's got to be got to be done. 
But during the course of this three to four hours, I had three fucking Pete. You know how Peter Gibbons, and I got his name right this time, instead of saying Peter Griffin, wasn't that his name in Office Space? Uh, remember that fucking episode? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> uh, Peter Gibbons, one of his big complaints is, Bob, I've got three different bosses coming by every morning telling me my job, you know, or whatever. That and that how he gets annoyed over that. Mm-hmm. He's, all these different people are like attacking him with the same fucking shit. Like that frustration is encapsulated when you go to buy a car at a dealership, and three different fucking people tried like fucking parasitical lampreys to fucking like <laughs> like just close in on me. They go ganging up on you. Um, to fucking like induce me, solicit me to buy this extra shit. Right. Like warranty on this, like, you know, coverage on that. That yeah. word sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time I'm thinking like, I, do you have this in my mind? Like I was, I should have said it. I should have fucking said it. Why didn't you? But in my mind, I'm like, I'm gonna get to the thing I did do, which was like me. I, I got upset, and I and I had a scene in the in the. I'm gonna get to that. Okay. And the guy said, "There's no need for profanity, sir." <laughs> I swear, I swear. I can't. I can't second wait. time in a day. But my point I wanted to make was, I'm thinking the whole time. Do you have this low confidence in the quality of your of your product? Do you think you're selling me such a bundle of shit? That you have to like inundate me with all of this. Well, this might go wrong, and that. I mean, all this shit. Like your confidence in your product has got to be fucking so low. Like, and I realize that's not how anybody's thinking about it. It's just like that's sort of one of the takeaways from the customer's perspective. Like anybody who sells products and warranties on shit, like keep this shit in mind. Like if you fucking flood a person with all these, uh, like requests for them to fucking cover and like dude you, you, you all you're doing is eroding the person's confidence in your product that's all you're fucking doing well and they're spiking their numbers that's where a lot of places make you know the majority of their income is just in frivolous warranties and this is extra shit, this is right? what i'm this is the analogy i meant a couple episodes ago where i'm like movie houses with their popcorn and their soda mm-hmm. isn't this kind of the equivalent you right. know what i mean i mean it's almost like insurance you know you you pay insurance every month, your rental insurance, your car insurance, your fucking life insurance, whatever. And 99% of the population never has to utilize any of it. Like, when was the last time you needed to make a, a car insurance claim? So all and of- how much money have you paid in car insurance over the years? Right. The same thing with warranties. You know, you pay out all this money for, chances are, absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one out of every hundred or whatever might actually have something go lemon on it. And mm-hmm. need to utilize the warranty, but for yeah. the most part, I mean, uh, warranties are just throwing away cash. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. But um, I mean, I'd almost rather gamble and just pay out of pocket if I have to, rather than just frivolously spend on a warranty. Yeah, depending on the uh, the product and the value, I think that's why I deter- what determines whether mm-hmm. I get a warranty on something, right? Like, I'm not spending $8 warranty on a $40 DVD player. Right. Spilled my buttered popcorn. But, uh, so anyway, continue your story. Yeah, well, the, the, the first, the guy, this main salesman guy that I dealt with, like, mm-hmm. he was like, you know, late 20s, had some arm tattoos. Was, like, it, was this the fat shit that you're, no, this to? is the, that else? was at Super. I'm talking about Toyota now. Oh, sorry. Me buying the car. Sorry. No, um, um, 
So we agreed on numbers. We everything was agreed. Here's what I'm paying, but done. And then like, oh, the, so wait, 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 wait. Let me rewind for a second because I think I just realized something. So you took your car in for repairs to one place. Yep. And, and they read or, me or, or not, they not, me not repairs, but just an oil change and, 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 a, recall. and a recall, both of which were were free. And, and so, and then they read me the last rights to my car. They said, "Oh, it needs all this shit." And the age of the car, I expected, okay, it's about time. Right. You know? So they did all that. And then you said, no, you know, don't fix it. And then took your car to another dealership and bought a car from somewhere else. Correct. Okay. Did you ever pay for the oil change? No, because they give me, when you buy a new, when okay. you buy a car at the dealership, they give it to you. And, and then free. the recall was also free, obviously, because it's their fuck up. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't pay anything. I didn't. Okay. And then you drove, you know, across the street and and bought, traded it in. So it's all the else. same business, right. That runs all of those. Is so it that, okay? Yeah. So that's that's where we stand. And uh, okay. so we agreed on the numbers, and he walked away from his desk like they do, like fifteen times, you know. And then and then he come he comes back and he's got this paper and he's like, okay, here we got Doctor Jones, here we got Jones for a lifetime, all and and they're like six hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, like all these new like one was a thousand one of them said a thousand and one said like six hundred dollars and i'm like what the fuck i'm like what is this like i'm like i'm like man we agreed on one number and here you're bringing me this out like what the fuck is going on man okay like i basically that's what i said Mm -hmm. you know i just like was like no i i I just had i just was like i let let him know (laughs) i dropped the f-bomb in there like but I didn't like direct it to him. Like, man, you one number. You show me one number, and then like, oh man, it's like it's like fuck, man. Like I said something like that. It wasn't like a. It wasn't like um, what's the word? Directed. At it, yeah, him. it wasn't like uh, trying to instigate anything yeah. directly with him. It was right. just Delicious. me expressing. Yeah, it was. It was me expressing like frustration, just right. to the room, kind of. You didn't. You didn't like throw any casino quotes his way. No, perhaps. no, no. <laughs> Okay, With local merch, sure. we had a couple of no, yeah, but uh, <laughs> and, and basically, apparently, when you buy used mm-hmm. from Jones, I'm gonna. I don't know if we've said the name yet of the Jones Junction of what we're talking about. Yeah, but fuck them. When you buy used, they don't give you the free oil changes. Really? Correct. You have to. You have to pay for them. It's like a thousand bucks. I had to pay if I wanted Jones for a lifetime, which is just oil changes, basically. Um, is it just oil changes, or do you do like spark plugs and shit? No, like that? no, shit, no, mm. no, uh, just oil changes, which is something. But when it was free, yeah. But now, thousand bucks oil changes, what forty or fifty bucks? Mine are like eighty. Jesus. I, well, I get synthetics, and I also only do mine every ten thousand or so miles. I usually, and, I usually get mine, and it's like thirty bucks. Okay, where do you where do you have yours done? Uh, normally Jiffy Lube. Okay. For years, I did it myself, but it's just a hassle. A hassle, and it's worth paying them thirty bucks. So it's that much out. of a hassle. Okay. I mean, you just the main thing is getting rid of the used oil. Right. So you have to take it somewhere. Wow. So yeah, and some you have to have something to drain it into. Yeah. Um, and I can only I can do it for like twenty five bucks oil and filter, and I can take it to Jiffy Lube with a coupon and get it done for thirty. So I'm like. Pfft. Where it's do you get the coupons normally? You just Google online. Search. Right. And just show them your phone. Right on. Yeah. So that's that. All right. 
So anyway, yeah, I needed to get a a more reliable car. I'm going to do a lot of driving this summer, and some of it's with my daughter. So so did we get to the part where they asked you not to cross? So that was it right there. Was oh. That was a moment. I'm like, man. So how did it work out? So then so you signed sign the paper. and He right. said this, and I was like, I, okay. I gave so him did, back some of their logic. So did you get it for the lower price? I just had him take off all that shit, and it stayed with the number I agreed with. Right. That's how that how that all ended. And meanwhile, there's two other people after him that came after me. He's like, "You want this? You want this? You want this? You want this? Blah, 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 blah. You want you get the underspray because Maryland winters with all the salt on the road. You want that underspray? Why don't you sell a fucking car that's got already got that? Don't you think that's a, a quality in a car that I would want? You know? Don't you think that's something that would inspire confidence in your fucking consumer if you already have the underspray? You know? Why are you trying to sell me the underspray after the fact? Well, we're basically that's what that's here's what that means. You're saying to the customer, "Well, we're selling you a fucking mediocre product right now." <laughs> that's how we feel about our product. It's fucking mediocre. Okay? But you know, it could be better than you know. It's all part of their salesmanship, and I realize that. But whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's just like fucking frustrating, man. Like just. I know somebody put me out of my fucking misery over here, but um, but he's the guy said to me the salesman guy he said, now some some people when they when they deal in used items they they negotiate I want you to know we don't negotiate here you know so he was basically trying to tell me like don't try to talk me down or whatever mm-hmm. you know so he said he, that was the first one of the first things he said when I first sat down. Like and he wasn't mean about it, but he was like direct and no nonsense about. It. We don't negotiate down on a used car, so don't don't even try. Kind of kind of a vibe, right? Okay. So then, like whatever it was, five or ten minutes later, he's like, after the numbers were agreed upon, he brings me out this shit, and that's what I that's what set me off. I'm like, so you just told me that like this number we can't this number is solid locked in, right? We can't negotiate this. So you're trying to jack this shit up on me after you told me that other shit. What the fuck? Like that's what set that was my. What set me off in my brain, like, like you're gonna fucking come back with to me with that logic, and, and then fucking do that? Fuck you, like fuck you, dude. Like, not not fuck him personally, like, <laughs> but just fuck the the corporate fucking mentality that that does that to people. Right. So, so are you happy with the number you got? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So. That that's it. Any other anybody else got any uh, car stories? It's car a, dealership stories? I, I mean, just in you general. had a good one. Jeff had a real good one. Which, which one? Th- there was a, a larger African American gentleman. Jesus. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> like uh, <laughs> way to lead the story. <laughs> you, I'm just trying to trigger the memory for you. That's yeah, all. I, I remember. Yeah. yeah, and it's something about how you you had had a little argument with him, but you walked out to your car and you, <laughs> from the window you saw him like acting like he was shadow boxing, like he was gonna. <laughs> That yes, type of that, shit. That's what I interpreted <laughs> as, and it took every ounce of energy in my body not to walk back in. But <laughs> buying a car is the worst experience. Yeah, I mean it's just a hassle, and the whole thing's such a racket. I'd rather be waterboarded. I could it's go for that. Awful, especially buying used. Those guys are scumbags. And I'm probably not that far away from. I imagine needing another one myself, so I'm gonna have to go through the whole rigmarole. How many miles are in yours? I think like a buck ninety eight. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Ring it a boom. How the fuck do you manage that, man? Highway miles, Volkswagen. What is that? Well, I had a, a Volkswagen at one point, and it fucking shat. I mean, this is the second one I bought in a row. My last one ran up to about two hundred thousand. Uh, is it manual or, or automatic? Years. Automatic. And I don't really. 
take it in for a lot of maintenance or have you ever had to do like like three thousand dollar engine jobs on it and shit like that tell me about tell me the fucking service history that's like <laughs> not much the only things i've had to do to this one were that time that my ignition cylinder locked up uh-huh. I, which was a giant pain in the ass and jeff thankfully uh came and got me uh so we're looking up videos online trying to figure out how to put my key back in the fucking ignition um I mean that was like seventeen hundred or something like that, thirteen hundred something thereabouts. Jesus. Um, but beyond that, no, nothing major. Do you take it to the VW up there in uh, Falston? That's what I did for that. Yeah, Volkswagen automatics, huh? Mm-hmm. See, I had a Jetta that was a manual and it quit at sixty or seventy, like fucking, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, fucking engine fucking leaking and shit. <laughs> Like it's car talk, the engine leaks. Like and they, they yeah. I think this. They I think I, out. I think I currently have an an oil leak. Um, but besides that, see that's right. leaky, leaky O-ring. But it just started. You know, that's the equivalent the of like uh, Edgar Allan Poe's wife when she coughs into her handkerchief one day and she sees spots of blood. Right. Like that's the equivalent of that. Like the end is near. Basically, when it starts leaking oil like that, fuck that. Unless you want to spend three, or it could just be a loose bolt, three right. grand, or, or just a bad <laughs> yeah, seal. But the, you would never or, know that, and they're the ones who are going to come back to you and tell you that you need something huge. Okay, but let's well, say I let, would know that. Let's say I need to spend another grand. Do you know how to get in an, inside an engine that's leaking oil and see if it's just a I bolt? I mean, leaking oil from where? It's all it's all relative. Right. If it's leaking from the oil pan underneath, and you can find the source, you know, some of that stuff is just a matter of tightening a screw. Mm-hmm. If it's cracked, then it's a different story. Right. It's a blown gasket. It's not yeah. a terrible fix, but you have to find out why it blew. Right, blew. But, e- but either way, you know, let's say you got to dump another grand or so in it. That's you know, another Curtis grand or so. I mean, compared to you know, you'd be spending that for what three months car payments. But I haven't had a car payment in God knows how long. So the question is. Would it be time to dump, or do you, you know, or just try to run it another year, run into the ground till, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. Well, they started to say I would have continued to ride it, but the 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 Subaru people mm-hmm. they said something about transmission. It needed some kind of transmission, something or other, um, to tell the car when to switch among its gears. Now that's you, when I knew I'm not going to fuck with this anymore. It's but dangerous. had you been experiencing any problems with that whatsoever? No. <laughs> um, well, there there was this. So, so what was the I don't want to get too deep so, into this. But so there, hold on, before you go on. So what was the logic? Why wouldn't you just get the oil change and get the recall fixed and then just move on about your day? Why did you? Because I just that had, well, first of all, I had a reaction because you know how I, how I am. I'm not always like rational and <laughs> sometimes I'm impulsive and shit like that. I shit my pants. Right. <laughs> but also, as soon as they start talking to me about the transmission switch, like it tells the engine when to switch, when to change gears. Like I knew like when shit like that, dude, I'm not trying to fuck with that. You know, yeah, part of it is like people get different cars. It's been six years. I think it's that's a good run. You know, that was a decent run. I put one hundred and fifteen thousand miles on it. I don't know. I've well, just like never had a car go past like eighty or so <laughs> ever. I think, I think you're doing something wrong. Yeah, we've spoken to this in the past. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh, yep. they must see me coming or something, man. I was you took the words from my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that was my next sentence. Must have been while you were dissing me. Were, were you referred there by Len the plumber? <laughs> oh, don't even get me started on that. Is it still stuck in your crawl? Oh man, <laughs> motherfuckers! Lay, lay that pipe like Len. Dude. Lay that pipe like Len. Gonna lay that pipe like Len. She goes, can't get fish, can't get fish. What did you just say? Can't get a fish, can't get a fish. Sound like you were saying, get your flavors. Get your flavors, get your flavors. Hey guys, I got a funny joke. Okay, let's hear it. So this, it's about time we do something funny. This this guy goes to his. Like his this guy and his wife go to the doctor and, and like the husband goes in to talk to the doctor after you know the doctor's like man your wife man she's pretty sick but I can't really tell if she has Alzheimer's or AIDS so here's what you do okay you you take her out for a nice drive one day you know a nice Sunday drive mm-hmm. you take her out somewhere you know you take out for real far away from home right you somewhere really far you're in the car for a couple hours or whatever you go out maybe some woods or something you know take her out to a nice hill nice wooded or grassy area okay then run back to your car and drive home as fast as you can and if she finds her way home don't you dare fuck her (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Ah, give it a c plus (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was pretty funny myself it was all right it was all right it passed the test. Um, so what else you got? What, what else is on your list? Um, so I posted something. I don't know if you guys saw it, but... If it's about OJ, I did not. Uh, we Let's talk about the OJ first. Okay. Sure, why not? Can you can you bring that up? Cool. When, I'm, I'm going to pull it up. Can you pull it up? Because <laughs> I have not seen this yet. I saw the headlines that apparently Mr. O.J. Simpson has started his own Twitter account. He got out of jail for the whole uh, memorabilia thing. Right. Like uh, earlier this year, he got out of jail. Yeah, quote unquote memorabilia thing. Secretly just avenging a terrible murder verdict. Um, and he's taken to Twitter and he's got a message for for everybody. It was on the uh, the Topeka People page, right? Yes. That is not, which is not where you were at. Okay, I'm going. Just keep talking. <laughs> yeah, man. They they put out the um, the dramatized version, and they put out a documentary version. I, I definitely like the documentary version. I did not see the uh, dramatized one. Of what? Of the whole OJ saga. Mm, gotcha. The Cuba Gooding was the fictional, or was the the dramatized one, and uh, that was like American Crime Story or whatever, right? I think so. Okay, the People versus OJ Simpson. I had not seen. Yes, that. I also have not seen that. I hear it's good. Um, However, is it is it as good as OJ Simpson's Twitter feed? Let's take a look. All right. Okay. So, hey, so, Twitter world, this is yours. Wait, Twitter. wait. Pause now, it. Coming soon. We should set this up. So this is a video that OJ posted on his own Twitter page, right? At, yes, at the real OJ thirty two is the real OJ. Okay. So start this from the beginning. Okay. I have not seen this. Hey, Twitter world, this is yours truly. Now, coming soon to Twitter, you'll get the 
read all my thoughts and opinions on just about everything. Now, there's a lot of fake OJ accounts out there. So this one, at the real OJ32, is the only official one. So this should be a lot of fun. I got a little getting even to do. So God bless. Take care. Uh-oh. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh-oh. What, now, the, what does getting even mean? Now, I could see that he probably thinks he means it as just like little harmless, oh, I'm going to get even with people over cyberspace or whatever. <laughs> he feels it as be harmless. But his choice of fucking words, that's a typical boneheaded thing that a boneheaded person would do. Man, he's like, all smiles. We're not dealing with a mental giant. Like I like love first, murdering blonde bitches. First and foremost, right. like just because people are celebrities. Ron Goldman, I'm coming after you. Like, like why should oh, anybody has have ever listened to anything that Tom Arnold had to say? Like somebody like him. Would you would you look at him and think there's an intelligent man? Who no. Tom Arnold? Yeah. Oh, I think he's probably smarter than you think. He you took think so? Roseanne Barr for hundreds of millions. <laughs> so. Well, that's maybe not a good example. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the juice is loose on the social media. So has he posted anything since then? I don't know. I suppose everyone's going to be watching. He's going to have more followers than fucking Trump. Dude. Are you kidding it's me? Kinda, it's kind of brilliant, actually, from a business perspective, you know? He, you're looking at the new president of black Twitter. He already has five hundred seventy-two thousand fo- uh, followers, and he's been and he's been on there for what a couple days, right? When was this? Wow, uh, two a.m. last night. Oh, not even. <laughs> so that's hilarious. The new black so he just posted Twitter. something ten minutes ago, a video ten minutes ago. The first thing I want to set straight in this story, Pardo, who was not my manager, is talking about all over the media regarding me and Chris Jenner. Oh boy, drag that name back into it immediately. Well, there was rumors that he was Chloe's dad, right? Right, that was a thing. And that, I'll be damned if there's she. She kind of looks like her, and she's built like a gorilla. So that would explain <laughs> it. <laughs> so is that okay? Instead of my other thing earlier with the Joe Pesci quote. <laughs> he, well, well, you he, took that to a racial level. I right. meant from a. I meant just like an Amazon woman level. Oh. Right. He. Wasn't, I wasn't talking race. All right. Okay. He wasn't wow. saying she's built like a gorilla. <laughs> because she's black, right? I got you. Okay. And then she's built like a gorilla because she looks like a linebacker. Right? Is that better? So, in other words, she's a monkey. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a monkey. <laughs> I'm shocked at how close that was, dude. You want to hear something funny? In my many years of singing, uh, like um, all the times I've recorded, mm-hmm. my, like singing uh, tracks, right? Often I'll double track. Because yes. it's just sounds right, thicker and better. It out, right. Uh, it's it's kind of uncanny uh, when I whenever I have to do the second over the first, like I can match it so close. Mm-hmm. It's just like an intuitively something I can do. Like I don't. It's not like I don't have to think about it or anything. The brain, man. The, you cut those rivulets in the brain, man, and it's like funny how the older you get, the more riveted in there they are. I was just telling. I saw a bunch of kids today for the family thing today mm-hmm. um and um apparently those rivets can't put together a, a complete sentence, sentence. Yeah. <laughs> as strong as the rivets as your <laughs> as elton john lyrics take me to the pilot but but they were talking about like uh, oh why do they make kids 
study Spanish in fifth grade or something. And I'm like that. You got the younger, the better, man. The brain will solidify. Like the brain is still developing at that earlier age. Like the neurons and all that shit blaze as many trails as you can while you can. Apparently, they're not offering Spanish at the local middle school next year. Oh yeah, because because of cuts, they had to cut the Spanish teacher. Hmm. So it's one less language. Well, Dude, like, interesting choice of cut in this era. That's right. what I said. Wow. However, they brought in three Russian teachers. Yeah. There's there's for sure a German and a French. Wow. What language did you take in high school? It's three years of Spanish from a flamboyantly gay man, actually. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Was this after school extracurricular? <laughs> <laughs> no, there were no pop rock episodes. Yeah. <laughs> What about you? <laughs> I took uh, four years of Spanish. God damn. And uh, can't remember shit. Not a lick. Nope. I took a very few little. years of German. I can't remember if it was two or three. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, I, it's very limited. Uh, feel or ist es? What time is it? Huh. Only German um, I know is unten, glieben, glauten, glopen. And what's that mean? You know what? It's like nonsense or something. It's not one, two, three, four. Eins, zwei, drei, vier. There it is. Yeah. Be, uh, All I know is nine. Nine. And schnell. <laughs> and that's from Schindler's List. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Juden. <laughs> also from Schindler's List. Fucking A, guys. I tell you what. Tell us what. Oh, my God. Drop some knowledge, Guinea John. What else is on your oh, list? Oh, man. Fucking A, gentlemen. Um, Tell us something you know. Bling. Um, I don't know. What do you, I'm sort of drawing a little blanky blank here. I thought we uh, had a list. So look further list. down. The, the one. Go up a little bit. Oh, oh, yeah. That was funny. Which one? That one. Banana. Have you guys heard about this banana splits movie no, that's coming out? I did see out? this trailer. Right. That is not the, this is not your parents' banana splits. Apparently they took the old um, kids show banana splits. Sid Marty Croft. uh, And turned it into a horror movie. We are going to the banana An actual horror movie. Now, now, did you watch the banana splits when you were younger? A little bit. Just a little bit. Little cars laughing and singing. So it was like all of these things, like HR puffing stuff. What? And uh, like Land of the Lost and all that crap. Hey kids, put on your ha- happiest faces because the Banana Split Show is about to begin. Where are the children? Mom, get out of here. Time's almost up. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? So essentially, uh, these creatures in children-friendly animal costumes are chopping up all the contestants. I just really want my brother's birthday to be perfect. Huh? We're gonna have so much fun. I mean, I'd watch it. Yeah, I don't know how to how I feel about that. I mean, it's not like that genre is my favorite anyway. But right, but it's just weird because it is supposed to. You know, the the original Banana Splits were a a kids thing, right? And now here it is turning into a horror movie. So interesting. I guess that was all for that one. 
<laughs> I don't have much else to say. I just I do remember them coming out at seven thirty in the morning or whatever mm-hmm. in the eighties. Um, they'd be in the amusement park riding down that fucking roller coaster. Just remember that shit. So I noticed something. Okay. Is this uh, commercials, commercials, and advertisements? That uh, no, not necessarily. It's just some. I just noticed how fucking dumb cologne commercials are. <laughs> I saw like a few of them over the over the weekend or the past week, whatever. And it's just the stupidest shit you can imagine, and has nothing to do with the product. Is that Johnny Depp? Yes. Yeah. Even the name sounds like your Savage. Which way? So Johnny Depp is driving a car down the road through some oil fields. Yeah, oil fields in the middle of nowhere. Fucking buffalo on the road. He's in a muscle car. Yeah, it's, it's a badass old muscle car. He has, a, he has a shovel. He's walking out into the desert. Probably digging up a dead body. There's a coyote <laughs> on his roof. Yeah, there's a random coyote standing on his car. He's so burying some see. Native American trinkets. <laughs> I can feel it. It's magic. He's wearing lots of fucking eyeliner. Like it looks like it could be a Saturday Night Live commercial. So it's it a Dior Sauvage cologne commercial. That uh, makes no fucking sense whatsoever. In what world does that work for someone to go buy that cologne? I wouldn't at Macy's wanna, or whatever. I would not want to smell like any of yeah. anything that they showed it, in this entire. From, yeah, that, from this ad, it smells like buffalo ass and diesel. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Sand and, and wild animals. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. There was a buzzard that flew by at one point, uh, so the smell of death is also there, apparently. Yeah, but every single one is the same way. They're all completely ridiculous. And plus they show a guy with eyeliner, which they're trying to, I feel like they're trying to go for the masculine vibe with the whole muscle car and the rugged outdoor type vibe. Right, but is Johnny Depp really, does anybody consider him masculine at this point? If anything, he's, he's effeminate. Right. Yeah, if anything. I should have had like fucking Jean Claude Van Damme or something, or like the dudes that are always in the the axe commercials. He wears scarves and eyeliner and and yeah. multiple rings. Right. Some of it like it gets to the point where it's like meta, where it's like knows it's being um outrageous and pokes fun at itself. You know that whole postmodern type shit. What do you think about guys wearing rings? It's not. I think it's either way. You mean like bisexual? No, <laughs> I don't see an issue with it. I, I think it's like I think it's just too much. You think on a guy it's too it's much? It's like just trying to thumb, a thumb ring, right? A thumb ring on a dude. I actually had lunch today with a guy with a thumb ring. Did you ask him what the fuck? No, How, I, you could tell he just. <laughs> what does dick taste like? Jesus Christ! <laughs> what did it taste like? <laughs> Pork. Dude, I'd actually like to have, like you know. That's one of the re- many reasons I like to have a female guest at some point. We got to make this happen. Bruce is Bruce is away from the mic for a second, but I just wanted to ask him. He should get his sister over here at some point. <laughs> hey, Bruce, how's your sister? <laughs> Could have probably tonight, actually. Oh, for fuck's sake! 
at some point we should do that. Because, well, I mean, here's the thing, though. I mean, and maybe, maybe this will change your mind, but that's exactly the kind of question I would I would want to ask a woman on the show. Like, what does a dick taste like? How would you describe it if you had to describe it in words? Like, you you want to compare notes? No. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking tcby over here gross more or less maybe some people like it oh my god gentlemen unlike unlike some of our hosts uh i'm (laughs) anti-discriminatory yeah sure (laughs) we've got hours of of (laughs) audio that could be used to argue that That's, that's just used out of context oh so um what else we got going on? I don't know what to say, man. Um, there's uh, if you want to look something up real quick, Bruce, if you don't mind, man. Like it's like this thing. Um, I heard this thing on the radio last week about some colleges in America have gotten to the point where if you just utter a, a sex joke, something that is considered to be like sexually inappropriate, mm-hmm. just uttered, where people hear you. Like that, you can be expelled from the college. Like in the U.S. or is this- yeah, I heard specifically about Texas last week, but they said in the in the in the report that it's not just in that state. That there's other schools. School. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's a lifelong fucking affiliate, uh, like you know, sort of aficionado of. You know. Just jizzing old fucking kids. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's a good thing that didn't match my voice. Uh, match but, uh, your thoughts. No. <laughs> so so you couldn't say that at a college is what you're saying. Well, there's all, I mean, apparent, according to that, if we were doing this in, the, in, in a dorm right now or something, we could, and we we're all students or something, we could be, if, if we were discovered, we would just be like expelled from the school or something. Like just all the shit we say on here. I wonder if that applies. I wonder what how, how much of this is a thing or what. Um, I'm not finding anything. You're not finding anything? Nothing. Fake news. The fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Yale suspended it, yeah. male student because of condom accident. You are fake news. Alternative facts. Alternative facts are not facts. You are fake news. Fake news. Can he, can you, you, you are fake news. Mate, that's awesome. Alternative facts are not facts. Yeah. That, that, that was pretty good, man. Jeff put that together. Oh, thanks. <laughs> insane. Insane. So what do you think of our uh, 23 Democratic uh, hopefuls? Uh, what, do, what do I think of them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think. I listened to Tulsi Gabbard on Joe Rogan podcast. She was impressive. She would probably make an amazing president. She's not going to win. What's her uh, pedig- like? What's her thing? Like, what, she's a uh, senator or something or whatever she is. Yeah, she a uh, former military served multiple you know tours, hmm. and uh, I think she's 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 in Congress somehow. Wow, I don't remember if, how she's gotcha. she's a senator or a representative. Huh. Probably be easily looked up. That's that's fine. Interesting. But she seemed level headed. I liked everything she said. But who the fuck knows? 
All I know is no matter who runs, like they're they're going up against a battering ram of like like this Trump, I tell you what, man, he has got this savvy when it comes to like doing battle with people and the public perception. Like it he's got this savvy, like because no matter like everything he does somehow comes up smelling up roses, like comes up smelling like roses for enough people. Like no matter what he says, enough people just eat that shit up. And somehow he just he's got this like bullyish vibe to where he's always going to have the upper hand. Like there there's he's never going to like it because it's all about pers- like what he can conv- like persona that he conveys. If he conveys a persona publicly that he has won, then that's all people need to that that's where it begins and ends. For a lot for a lot for all his people and for just enough people on the other side, they get that same impression because they're, oh, he, what? He, they, they, it confuses, it, 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 it validates his side and it confuses the other side. And that equates to a win for him, like every time, every time. Not to mention the Democrats put up terrible candidates every year. Yeah. Whether they have somebody, there might be a couple awesome people in this pool. Mm. The pool, <laughs> but uh, they're not. That's not the one they're going to throw up there. It's going to be Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe Biden's uh, going to get up there. That whole seniority thing to where we got to give it to, like Hillary Clinton, dude. That that whole fucking bullshit. I, I'm going to tell you, whatever you're reaching for, better be a sandwich because you're going to have to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> what's that from oh it's yeah it's familiar is that uh, lou gossett jr it is lou gossett yes jr. is he like officer and gentleman or something it might be yeah the fiddler <laughs> he plays fiddler in a roots miniseries of course you've seen that one <laughs> you don't speak the kang's english fiddler oh no it's actually the laughing policeman uh which i've seen there you go it's with uh, Walter Matthau. There's like a huh. uh, mass murder on a bus. <laughs> 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 um, are they all trapped on the bus, or are they just trying to solve? No, it after no, the he's track? trying to solve, figure out who like opened fired on this bus. What was the year of that one? Uh, Seventy three, maybe. Seventy three. Yeah. Which is fascinating because I was just about to ask you about that Gary Busey Keith Carradine thing you posted. Have you seen that ever? I've never seen that. You mean the. It had the, two two different the, titles or something. The movie I posted about by showing a picture of my VHS copy. Exactly. Something about scream screaming or the uh, the, the whimpering, shrieking. the shrieking. <laughs> so don't you think by me posting my copy of it that would in, I was going to and, and writing up what it was about might indicate that I've seen it. That that was just me bringing up the topic. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, that's not a talk for this podcast. I don't know what you're. I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, wh- why not? I just have you seen the film? He doesn't. He doesn't like interweaving worlds. Have you seen the sh- the shrieking? Yes. Is it worth a look? It's a weird one. You might like it. It's hard to tell. It's really. It's it's really weird. I read your write up, and I, right. it's it's definitely. <laughs> it's definitely Jesus Christ! It's definitely up my alley. <laughs> Jesus! Christ. I just want to get his thoughts. But uh. Why is it asking you to join the King Frat? Group? Um, I don't know. That's really what the I hell think, is the King Frat? 
remember. You ever see a movie called The Long Riders? It's like an Animal House ripoff. Uh, yeah, I have. Keith Carradine's actually. in I really that. like that. Right. I need to see that. I've never seen it, but I've heard about it. There's an earlier version of the same uh, story uh, called the uh, Northfield or, or the the Great Northfield Minnesota Raid. Uh, it's by the same guy that did like the right stuff and the Wanderers. Hmm. Uh, it's actually a really good, another really good version of it. The Long Riders is probably better, but uh, hmm. I like that one as well. Gary Busey with Robert Duvall. Damn. Yeah. Sounds like a murderer's rail. Duvall was in a lot of shit, man. He's, He's still good. alive. I like man. him. Um, he was one of those actors that never really phoned it in. Like, he's always good in everything. Right. Yeah, I could buy that. I feel like we don't get too many of those actors anymore. Like, I don't feel like we have a lot of actors that actually act anymore. What do you, what do you, what I mean, do, you do? You might get some, like, my, they're, it just, they all just seem the same at all points. Like, mo- mo- movies have gotten so less, you know, they're so reliant now on just visuals and quick cutting and just, you know, everybody has such a complete lack of attention span that it's, it's almost just assaulting your retinas at like all points whereas old movies had time to breathe and right. you know had characters and dialogue and you know didn't yeah. spell everything out for you and that's that's actually amazing i just recently saw how uh, the movie network 1975 mm-hmm. i think with right. amazing fucking movie the late the woman who won best supporting actress for that it's faye dunaway i think no um it was or supporting actress uh, yeah i don't remember it was the wife of william holden okay uh and he's cheating on her with faye dunaway and she's on, the wife is only in one scene. It's like a six-minute scene. And she won Best Supporting Actress just for that scene, <laughs> just because she could sink her teeth. And like you said, that's what made me think of it. She could sink her teeth into it, and it like had time to, to, to develop and shit. What? <laughs> sink her teeth into um, it. But, and that's uh, on that same topic. That's why I always say that my favorite DiCaprio movie is What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Because in that, he's... <laughs> Like that was like me saying the the Pesci quote before it had a Thank hook. You, sir. It's like some, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like something that's gonna them. stick stick to you, you know. Like that sticks to you. <laughs> Him and that movie sticks to you. Every other movie he's been in, he's the same fucking dude. The same fucking dude with the face that he's got. Like not a lot of not a lot of dimensionality to to him. You uh, know. So Network actually won Best Actor for Peter Finch. Best Actress for Faye Dunaway and Best Supporting Actress for Beatrice Ring. Okay, or, excuse was me. Beatrice Straight. Beatrice Ring. Was <laughs> Beatrice Ring was an Italian actress and it just oh, went Christ. straight in. So Beatrice Straight, who I, I don't, I, I'm not, I can't remember her in this for some reason. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen the There's movie. There's only one scene, yeah. Um, but uh, And then Best Original Screenplay by Patty Chayefsky. Chayefsky, yeah. Um, that movie's great to see, man. That That's a great, great movie. Mm-hmm. Well, uh Faye Dunaway's character in that movie, like she's, she's got like these, I can't remember. She's got like Tits. issues. She's got issues. Oh. Uh, one of the issues is sex has to do with, with her sex. Um, I can't remember now. Like she can't have an orgasm or something. Uh, it's it's something along that line. But um, you still haven't seen Looking for Mister Goodbar, have you? No, I haven't. Oh, for fuck's sake! I know. I keep forgetting. It's uh, I had my. <laughs> I had my mom uh, recorded off of Turner Classic Movies, uh, so it's sitting on like the hard drive over at their place. They just need to. It's long though; it's like two and a half hours long or something, it, isn't it? 
that's quite the movie to ask your mom to record. Right. Well, it's you. funny because my mom actually saw it. Like she actually recorded it for herself to watch, but I made sure she didn't delete it. Now, uh, has she seen it recently? Then, she, yeah, she had watched it. I guess right after they and played. And she's it, not so telling you to like year. stay away from it because it's scar. It'll scar you for life no, or anything well, like I mean, that. Look who the fuck you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true good. Point. I mean, right? Because I mean, my grandma used to say, someday you're going to be finger banging them all. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Bruce's family we're talking. Right, right. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure she's uh, uh, well aware of my my taste in movies. Gotcha. Well. That's a cautionary tale. I tell you what, man. I tell yeah, you what. I'm excited to see it, so don't say anything else. Um, but yeah, fucking, fucking, drinking, fucking, sucking. So you didn't find anything about the college sex ban- talk ban? Sorry. Uh, maybe I imagined it. <laughs> you dreamt it. <laughs> if you dreamt it, you cramped it. What? It's like the past tense of creamed. <laughs> <laughs> Exorcism is about to get some jism. Yeah, you got damn right it is. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Ring it a boom. Ah, <laughs> oh, gents. So taking the cynic route, this is episode 32. Is that right? It is, sure. Uh, 32 is correct. Episode 32 of 32. Which is funny yeah. because... <laughs> That's O.J. Simpson's real O.J. Oh, yeah, there you go. Because he was number 32. Coincidence? I think not. The juice. The the, the juice. (laughs) When I was a kid and the O.J. Simpson thing was happening, I may have told this on the podcast, but whatever. doesn't stop anybody else. (laughs) Uh, 94 was the Bronco chase, right? Right, right. So I I guess by 95. June 12th. It was was a well-known thing. And pogs were all the rage. I remember those. And I had a slammer, mm-hmm. and it was clear acrylic, and I had a picture. It had OJ's mugshot <laughs> on on the inside of the acrylic, and then on the outside was like jail cell like bars, and it oh. said OJ in the slammer. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I was like ten. I took it to school. <laughs> you were, <laughs> you were ten. Give me your po- give me your pogs. That's a great story. Wow. Yeah. So, OJ will always have a special place in my heart. That's that's fucking horrible shit that happened, man. (laughs) So, um, hey, what's the best thing about ordering Chinese food? What's that? It's low maintenance. Jesus Christ. Show's going downhill so fast. <laughs> oh, so if you Jesus. like what we, if you like what you're hearing, we got a new merch page. Yeah, yeah that's what I was getting to before. I didn't even get to it. Yeah, before, like a half hour ago. Before, like, or you cut yourself off. <laughs> I totally forget. Right, that's what we were talking about before. Uh, with, yeah. When I said three monkeys, and you corrected me, said no, it's a one monkey with three heads. Yeah, and then you dropped the end bob out of nowhere, right. trying to do a oh, casino yeah, yeah, impression yeah, yeah. that threw right. it off the rails that no one realized was a casino impression until six minutes later when you <laughs> yeah. acknowledged your source. <laughs> Uh, but no, we got merch. We got local merch up in here. You know, we staff a couple of, you know, um, you know. Uh, <laughs> but Jeff, you want to tell the, the nice listeners where they can get that uh, merch? Well, just go to our website. 
www.takingthecynicroute.com <laughs> and then follow the hit the merch button it'll take you to our to our online shop where you can get some t-shirts or coffee mugs or now, ball, ball caps t-shirts and jersey shirts and hoodies, hoodies. all those choices yep. we have stickers there are no stickers on there but oh. we we can get some made I should get some made from like sticker is sticker guy still around look it up can do I'm sure there, I'm sure there's an equivalent, you know. But yeah, we can plaster them all over the place, throw them out to anyone who emails. Have we gotten any more yeah. email? I don't think so. I can check real quick. But yeah, well, thanks again to Tyler. For the, <laughs> yeah, <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> we're still running off the fumes of that one, but it was it was very much appreciated. It's funny. Um. Yeah. So, Mr. Tyler. We realize you, there's lots of content out there. You guys have lots of choices for what you listen to, and uh, we appreciate. Um, so we've get, been getting lots of emails. Emails. However, they're all like spam, like Bastards. either adult dating sites or it's all. We should, ge- or we should roll in one. I'm, I'm afraid it's more like a virus or something. <laughs> like I really don't want to click on any links. But looks like we sold something. <laughs> what do we sell? What do we sell? Uh, this is probably the the uh, stuff that I bought. <laughs> ah. <laughs> What'd you buy? So I got a T-shirt and a travel mug for Father's Day. Hell yeah! Wait, so you bought yourself something for Father's Day? No, well, Christina ordered it or whatever. Okay, so. gotcha. Hey, man, that's funny. Merch, merch for my own podcast. So you know we're legit. This is a grassroots thing. I'm going to wear this shit and push it. Push, push it real, real good. good. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Grassroots. Does that make Guinea John the left eye Lopez of the group? <laughs> Was she the one that died? Yeah, I Who? think so. Who are we talking about? Lisa Left Eye Lopez. I- I've never heard that name before. But yeah. You don't know Salt and Pepper? Oh. Guess- or no, no, that was TLC. It was Lisa oh, Left Eye who's, Lopez? Who's, who's the Salt and Pepper? So wait, they're both why, why do they have? Why does she have yeah, that but nickname? The, the third one died, didn't it? They're, oh, you're talking about all three? DJ Spinderella. I, I didn't know there was a third one in Salt and Pepper. Well, Salt and Pepper were the two girls, right? And then there's like there's DJ Spinderella. Oh, you would know better than me. I, I was like nine. When came out. I bought that. Let me see what year that was. And the Ghetto Boys or the Fat Boys. The Ghetto Boys, dude, the little midget from the Ghetto Boys just died. Oh. Yeah, I did see that. How sad. So my mom playing tricks on me. Um. Oh, yeah. Um. Did you want to get into this volcano thing? Oh, what? I don't know. Okay, don't but apparently, apparently, apparently DJ Spinderella is totally still alive. So I'm just making shit up. <laughs> It's what we do. It's what we do. Apparently. Uh, yeah, I just posted this this news story on our page. Not our public page, but our, our notes page for the mm-hmm. podcast. That apparently there's some extinct volcano that's believed to be awakening. Okay. Volcano in the far eastern corner of Russia, which is right by the Pacific Northwest, basically. You know? Uh, so anybody who's thinking of moving out there, <laughs> just be prepared to be yeah, we, wa- wiped off the face of the of the map. You know, we don't know anybody like that. <laughs> believed uh, the 
Bolshaya Udina Volcano. Part of the Kamchatka Peninsula's Udina Volcanic Complex was believed to be extinct until 2017 uh, <laughs> uh, when increasing seismic activity was detected beneath it, scientists say. Uh, now, Ivan Kulikov, a geophysicist from Russia's A.A. Trofimok Institute of Petroleum Geology and Geophysics, who led a study into the volcano, believes it should be reclassified as active. At any moment, an eruption can occur, Kulikov told CNN. <laughs> what are these accents you keep using? I'm picking up. Uh, uh, <laughs> was that Colonel God. Clink? I heard in there. Now I bet that's I want that's got to be along the same line fault line that of, that runs all the way up through California, the San Andreas Fault. It must terminate up there near the Kamchatka. By the way, I've only ever seen that word on the risk board. That's the only place I ever see Kamchatka. So the the push is sing, the push is single came out in 1988 for the record. <laughs> oh, so I was four. From Russian scientist to salt and pepper. Anyway, back we to you. We cover it all, folks. Back to you. So speaking of end of the world scenarios, yeah, go ahead. Do you guys watch the Chernobyl miniseries? No. Where where, where is it on HBO? No, we don't get HBO. Sorry, man. We're too poor. Excellent. We're not millionaires like you. Sorry. Wow. So we can't afford HBO. You can't have everything, can you? <laughs> Try I hard. mean, I could have, try, I could afford it. I just choose not to fuck with it. I just <laughs> justify it. <laughs> it's a choice. <laughs> yeah, I just all I gotta say is one day we're gonna wake up or whatever, get the news one day that California had the big one. Yeah, because you know if this happens, I know at least two of us will be waking up. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> One, maybe not. Maybe Superman will fly around the world like really fast in the opposite turn direction. It back in time. <laughs> turn it back in time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I find the physics of that movie a little uh, iffy. <laughs> you think? However, I'm fully on board with uh, Ant-Man's quantum physics. You're fully on board with that? It's interesting. I'm not, but whatever. I, I never did... I- I think I three times I went. I never did get back for for a fourth to what Endgame. Yes, hmm. I only saw it the once. There's some. I, uh, me- I meant to go back for a second time. Just never got around to it. There's some link I saw. Some guys trying to break a record, and he's like seen it 119 times or something. That's ex- that seems excessive to me. Yeah, it is excessive. I mean, even my favorite movies, I've probably only seen like you know 30 times. That's a really good question. Because not sometimes, you know, like, how many times do you actually see movies that you know really fucking well? Right. Like, how many times have I seen The Godfather? You know, it's got to be over 100. It's just got to be. Yeah, but you didn't pay movie theater prices every single time it, you went to go see that's, it. That's correct. And also... Yeah, fuck that guy. Also, I didn't see it from start to finish every time. Like, right. Like, I'd, I'd sit for 20 or 40 or an hour worth and not even the whole thing. A hundred count. How many times did you say? 119? Something that, like that. Something. Okay, so I... Minimum twenty bucks a pop when you factor in an average of food. You know, I'm sure he ate something most of the time. Maybe more some than others. So So he theoretically spent like two grand. Two between two and three thousand dollars, roughly. Right. For that kind of money, you could have bought a badass entertainment system and the Blu-ray. Exactly. And watched it. You know, twenty-four-seven for years. Something about seeing something on the big screen, though, man. The way it's meant to be seen with a proper, appreciative audience. 
Yeah, for that's, that's a, a handful of times. Like on their cell phones. Sure. Right, yeah, a handful of times. Right, exactly. Speaking of handful and cell phone, how's uh, everybody's uh, Pornhub game been going? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't even know. It just came up. <laughs> Fine. Just came up. <laughs> I just still don't get how people can use their phone. It's so small and unsatisfying. I need something lo- a little larger. Please clip that. I, I, need, I need to get like <laughs> I need to get like a closer approximation to the actual size of what the woman's body would be than just my cell phone would 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 offer. Well, you just got to hold it closer. <laughs> hold me closer, <laughs> Tony Danza. You ever watch a video of somebody giving her the Tony Danza? What's the Tony Danza? Wait, what do you mean? It's one of those. Guys, look it up, Bruce. Urban Dictionary. The Tony Tony Danza. I believe, now, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it's if you're fucking a girl doggy style and you ask her who's the boss. Oh. And when she responds, you are, you punch her in the back of the head and say, no, bitch, Tony Danza. I think that's that's more or less. Uh, So, according to the top definition, according to Urban Dictionary. Which is awful, by the way. I'm not condoning the Tony Danza. Right. When you're giving it to a chick from behind, you yell out, who's the boss? She'll get confused, turn her head around. At this moment, you donkey punch her in the face and then scream, Tony Danza. Now, what's the difference between a regular punch and a donkey punch? She'll donkey get... punch is like punching in the back of the head, right? Oh. Yeah. That was my, that's my understanding anyway. Gotcha. Gotcha. Donkey punch. Remember fucking Donkey Kong, man? Remember fucking... Donkey Lips? Wait, what is that? You guys ever watch Salute Your Shorts? No. That, you might be too old for that. Sorry. I do remember it. Right? It, was a, what is it? it was a Nickelodeon kid show oh. at a summer camp. There's a fat kid named Donkey Lips. So, what a horrible according, name. According to Urban Dictionary, <laughs> the donkey punch is when you're engaged in anal sex. And when you're about to ejaculate, you punch the poor little lady in the back of the head so her anal cavity tightens, making the orgasm all that much better for you, of course. Holy shit. I wasn't aware of that <laughs> that element to it. Uh, that's, that's awful. That's pretty awful. Right. But I'm I'm intrigued at the same time. <laughs> Jam a pool cue up my butt. I mean, I can't lie. Like... I can't lie. Yeah, I was. I as I had always heard it just you know as a punch to the back of the head, wow. not necessarily uh, <laughs> to intensify orgasm, right? But you know, I mean, it, it the science seems sound. See, well, the first the first problem is you got to be able to do anal. You know, right? <laughs> that's Good a point. key. That's a key that you have to unlock first <laughs> before getting near that scenario. And odds are. Yeah, I would think that there's like no coming back from the donkey punch. Like <laughs> yeah. that's the one but there time. is coming on back. Right, yeah. <laughs> that would defeat the whole purpose. Well. Uh but yeah, that seems yeah, like that yeah, seems yeah. like it's a one time <laughs> thing. And then right. Darn it. Ring it a boom. Normally that would have been a zinger, but it fell a little short. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm glad you're going out with a bang. I like it. I like that. Uh, I gotta do it, man. You got to do it. It's the best way. Oh, man. So, I don't know. Man versus nature. Bruce just told us his dad had to hide out under a bridge because <laughs> a tornado right. was blowing through down there in the 
state of Texas. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Volcanoes, tornadoes. All right, so, okay. Topic. What's your favorite uh, natural disaster movie? Um, There's a lot of them. There is. That's a good fucking question. I can't um, stand Twister. Now, would you call? Would, could you classify The Shining because they're like snowbound? And no, shit? I would not. How is that no. even remotely but a like, natural disaster? But here's the thing: because like we're the talking snow... movies based around the natural disaster. I got you. Uh, the the two that come to mind for me, one is Deep Impact. Okay, uh, the one about the giant meteor that crashes into the is that Morgan right. Freeman. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's the president. He's probably. I'm pretty sure he's the president in all of them. And Guinea John apparently doesn't give a fuck about this topic. No, he, he's still here. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, well, I mean, before we get started talking about this, um, is there anything you know? Perhaps you want to say, Guinea John? Shit on my father's balls. Oh. Whoa! Well, happy Father's Day. Right, right. Happy Father's Day. I mean, if that's what he likes, I guess that's you know, or what you like. So are you going to talk to your dad on this Father's Day? Do you have any announcements to tell him? I'm gay! Whoa. And, uh, I mean, how do you think your dad's going to take that? I mean, what do you think your dad's going to say back, you know, when you tell him this? All right, I'm going to say shit on your cousin. Whoa. I mean, well, I mean, if that's the way your cousin swings, too. I mean, is it is it a first cousin or a second, you know? I mean, I guess I'm not sure if there's laws. <laughs> Whoa. I guess he doesn't care. Easy there, pal. Getting a little, getting a little revved up, are you? You know, part of me wants to go the bestiality route, but wow, that's that's even <laughs> crazier. Sometimes. So, hey, is it just me or does Deep Impact sound like it would make a great name of like a porno fucking movie about like pounding chicks up the ass? <laughs> you have impeccable like, timing. <laughs> like we just got done talking about anal sex, and then right. you talk right. about Deep we Impact. We did. We did. Wait. Did I miss something good? I mean, what are you talking about? I mean, you'll hear it when the episode's posted. Right. <laughs> and then all I heard was, and then Guinea John. Right. <laughs> I was laughing about it. I assure you, Deep Impact is already a parody porn, probably multiple times. If over. not, it should be. Yeah. Um, the other one that I remember really liking. Uh, wait, wait. Can you unfold, unpack? Deep Impact for a second. What's what's the scenario? Like what's what's happening in Deep Impact? Or did uh, you already- they locate a giant was a comet, asteroid, meteor, meteor whatever. Yeah. I forget what the differentiations are between all three of those. Um, headed towards Earth, and they think that it's you know kind of like a doomsday scenario where if this thing impacts, it's going to throw up so much debris, it's going to eclipse out the sun, right? Okay, and you know all life as we know it will will die. So right. Basically trying to create these bunkers and blah, blah, blah. But really, it's just about, you know, these people trying to make good with their families, you know, uh, and come up, you know, atone for their past the best they can, knowing that this these may be their final days. Okay. Um, it's really, really fucking good, though. Huh. And it does have, you know, a nice big... Um, Morgan Freeman sex scene. Yes. How do you know? Really? It, it, it does. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, where'd that come from? I was just, just trying to fill in the pause. Uh, right. He was searching for words. I was trying to help. But but there is you know a, a obviously a, an impact scene. You know this 
giant disaster so scene. So it, it uh, does happen. It hits, and then what? The, you'll just have to watch the oh, movie. Oh, fuck. Okay. So what's the other one? Uh, the second one, now that's from 1998. Um, the second one's a bit more recent. Uh, that really impressed me was The Impossible. I never saw The that Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> the Impossible. Um, that's the one with the girl and the guy. Um, oh, that it, it's, one? It's... Uh, who the hell's the girl? Uh, so Ewan McGregor's the guy. The girl, it's not Tia Leone because she's in the other one. Um, What's the it, scenario? It's the girl from Eastern Promises and shit. Naomi Watts. Jesus Christ. Impossible! Um, anyway, so it's based on... Uh, I believe uh, like one of those giant tsunamis in like Indonesia or wherever. Um, so it's a true life story about this couple and their, their kids at this vacation resort that just gets fucking railed by a tidal wave that nobody was expecting. Mm. Uh, and it's extremely well done. Oh, is that uh, based very... on the tsunami? Yes. In, yes. Uh, Thailand, Philippines mm-hmm. or where, where was it? Wherever it was. I thought it was Thailand. It's Thailand. But yeah. I could be wrong. Yes. Yeah, Thailand sounds right. Okay. Okay, interesting. Um, so I thought that one was excellent, too. All right. Um, I remember the day after tomorrow. You ever see that Oh, one? post-apocalypse. Yeah, that's... I mean, Dennis see, Quaid and Jake Gyllenhaal. But the problem is with a lot of those is that they're so fucking ridiculous or, and they're, you know... In what sense? No, ridiculous. wait. Is that the one... Am I thinking the right movie? Day after that tomorrow, say, right. The day after tomorrow is like everything freezes, yes, and then, but things flood like, out. The climate and, change. Right, and, exactly. Everything just goes nuts. And like that's the one where they're like trying to stay warm because things are like freezing in place and breaking apart. Right. And like the 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 fucking wind is like growling and just like it's so stupid. So fucking dumb. You think this is the real Dennis Quaid? It is. Yeah, but all all those Quaid. you know, the, there's that whole wave of them, you know, day after tomorrow and uh uh San Andreas and all that stuff. That they, right. they're they're just big CGI spectacles. Where right. they sort of, you know, the, the the other two, Deep Impact and The Impossible, really kind of focus to me more on the human stuff, which makes the disaster scenes all that much more impactful. And it's now, speaking because yeah. what you just give, said, give me the rock holding up buildings. It's funny <laughs> you say that because right. when you spoke of that Godzilla film, not the new one, but whatever mm-hmm. the last one was. Right. You said that bothered you that they spent too much time on the human interest story and not enough on the spectacle of Godzilla. Well, because the human interest story wasn't good. It was fucking terrible. Okay. It's just like the new one. I mean, the only good thing about the new Godzilla movie is the Godzilla scenes, which are great. You know, I, I, I watch big monsters fight all day long. Is this long. one better than the previous by yeah, much? Yeah, but I mean, the but the P, everything involving humans is just absolutely Anticlimactic right. and not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't think of too many, man, that I like. I mean, because that typically those are unpleasant, like like a lot that movie Alive, right? You know, yeah, like, like that stuff one. like that. I like that one a lot too, actually. Um, Is that where they the plane crash where they ate each other? Yeah, the Andy uh, soccer, soccer team. team. Right. Yeah. Like one half, I can't remember if it was front or back, but one half immediately died and the other half survived or something. The, the way the plane broke or the something. Back, the back died, I think, or okay. the back lived. The tail end lived, I think. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember um, either, but. But uh, I, and I generally like disaster movies from the seventies. Like, there's a whole big wave of them in the seventies. Now, here's a question: Would you consider <laughs> War Games? War Games a disaster movie? No, because it's like it's about to be a disaster, and it's not a natural disaster; it's a man-made disaster. So there's like 
certain parameters that are not quite covered under your original question, but I just wondered if you thought... Because to me, that's a great fucking... That's one of my favorites. And that general genre, generally... <laughs> no, but, uh, I would not. You would not consider, okay. No. What about Poseidon Adventure? Would you yes. consider that a that natural disaster movie? I would consider that a disaster okay, movie. Okay. What about The Perfect Storm? Did you ever see that one? Uh, I did not. That's the one with like the fishing ship or whatever. Yeah, it was the fishing No, boat. yeah, I didn't see that one. But they could call it in uh, quote unquote Perfect Storm. True story. Um, Wasn't that great of a movie? I would consider that a disaster movie. What um, about um, The China Syndrome? Where he it, it's about like um, nuclear reactors and shit. Yeah, that's not really natural. You, it's all man made. That's a it's, great. That's a great movie though. Jack Lemmon, right? Do yeah. I have the right one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie's so good. Once again, Mike Douglas and James Natural Honda. disaster, right? <laughs> um, but the thing I liked about a lot of the seventies ones, like uh, you know, there's this whole kind of like you, you mentioned the Poseidon Adventure. There's a whole spate of these in the 70s like the towering inferno right right earthquake and stuff like that airport well that's right yeah airport again. i mean but even airport i still consider it one for some reason yeah um not to be confused with airplane right which, correct which yeah uh, yeah airplane is brilliant especially is. if you've seen airport airplane is so much funnier um because i mean it's just ruthless uh but i, I generally enjoy those more than the recent ones just because they had to create all this stuff. You know, they had to actually make these giant sets and figure out how to do all the special effects. Whereas all the stuff now is just, you know, a bunch of uh, uh, nerds in third world countries uh, pressing buttons on a keyboard, you know? Hmm. Yeah, but doesn't that make the possibilities limitless? Isn't that a cool aspect? It does, but to me, I, I, I like the look and the feel of something really being there something really being captured on film well even if it's just you know they're getting that there. them throwing spray painted styrofoam blocks at people's heads pretending they're boulders you know i mean to me that's it's still you know somebody actually doing something hmm. um, Interesting. to me that's mxc <laughs> that game show with uh with the spray painted boulders throwing in them at people's heads it's fantastic. Fantastic. that's the greatest that show awesome. of all time I'm, I'm a not, fan of technology. Yeah. Till the robots kill us. Then Robot. what? Back in the early '60s and Twilight Zones and stuff, they used to like certain actors used to say "robot" <laughs> instead of "robot." They'd say "robot." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for that, thanks for that tidbit. <laughs> you got to have decay, man. You're too much of a straight line when you do it. <laughs> you see, you hear that? <laughs> That's why it's funnier to me. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um. Yeah, I wonder when like a good nine eleven movie is gonna be made. It was a good year, except for nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Still one of the greatest quotes of all time. <laughs> They've tried, right? There's a couple nine eleven. Two movies. of at least two. There was like the World Trade Center one. Was that uh, Nicolas Cage? Yes, as yeah. like a firefighter who single-handedly stopped 9-11. Did that you guys propaganda. see? Holy and then, shit. then United 93. Oh, which was completely made up. But right. yeah, obviously. Oh, so are you saying you think that whole United 93 was made up? Like, you're talking about the one that crashed in Pennsylvania? Correct. Yeah. Do you think you, that was all... Quote-unquote crashed yeah. in Pennsylvania? Yeah. I didn't see no crash. <laughs> yeah, nobody did. 
No, nobody saw anything. That's my point. There was like no plane. It was just like a hole in the ground. Oh, I th- now see. I think the plane existed. Uh, I think we just shot that fucker down. Really? Yeah. Or you th- you think that blew we would, it into pieces? Right. You think that we would allow a, another plane that we knew had terrorists on it that had been hijacked by terrorists? Do you think we would allow that to fly and like crash into something else, or do you think they would shoot it down in a safe area? Out in the middle of the, the fucking fields of Pennsylvania. Wow. And then and then to get around it, just be like, oh, you know, the people on it were all heroes. They oh. led an uprising. I mean, to me, that's a no-brainer. That's fucking brilliant. I never quite heard it put that way. What do you think about that? You know what I think? Take me to the pilot. <laughs> Take me to the pilot. <laughs> oh, my God. That's perfect. Holy <laughs> shit. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know, to me, it makes so much more sense than, oh, you know, a bunch of people got their shit together, you know, miraculously found out that, you know, all these other planes were going on and then like led a revolt. Have you been on a flight with other people? (laughs) Yeah. it's every Jesus Christ. (laughs) Right. You're lucky you can get peanuts, let alone (laughs) organize a revolt. (laughs) Goddamn mutiny against fucking uh, terrorists. Fuck, man, that's food for thought, man. Yeah, there's a lot that goes on that nobody knows about, mm-hmm. and we never will. Right. There's this uh, famous photograph of a, a man falling from the... Falling man. There's a whole yeah, documentary yeah. about it on yes, Netflix. Yes, Is it really? Yeah, I watched it. <laughs> it's crazy. He was some sort of a black cook or something. I, I don't even <laughs> know if they identified him. <laughs> Funny, because that's a character in The Shining. And, uh, I'm going to quote The Shining now, and, guys. And South Park. It's going to have some language in it, but I'm going to quote The Shining, and I'm saying that first, okay? Did you know that another party is trying to intercede in these events? (laughs) Cook. (laughs) Okay, quoting over, quotes over. And that's the part you remember? Well, I remember the whole movie. I've seen it like 50 times or whatever, so... Have you read Dr. Sleep? No. What's that? The sequel to The Shining that Stephen King wrote that they have now just made into a movie and the trailer just uh, uh, dropped the other day. Is it going to be theatrical or is is it going to be... 100% theatrical. (laughs) (laughs) It looks pretty interesting. I'm willing willing to give it a shot. It's a little Danny all grown up. Any big names? Uh, is it Ewan McGregor, maybe, as Danny? Again? As Danny? What do you mean again? God, that you just talked about him around. with um, that Deep Impact or something. Yeah, I just talked about him from that movie he made in 2012, seven years ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. After his big turn in Star Wars, man, I, he's sort of drifted out of the main scope of my of you know me noticing him. So, yes, Dr. Sleep is opening November 8th. Hmm. Dr. Sleep. <laughs> Directed by Mike Flanagan, who actually attended Towson University. Oh. Um. In the movie, Rebecca Ferguson, Ewan McGregor, Jacob Tremblay, who's a little kid in Room. Oh. Who else was in Room? Wasn't that like... Uh, uh, Brie Larson? Yeah, that's right. I still need to see that. I mean, I don't really want to see it. 
<laughs> Can you make up your fucking mind? <laughs> Rebecca Ferguson was in the last uh, Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. Um. So, a couple people. Oh man. So, did you guys see Rocket Man yet at all? Negative. No. No. That's fine. I mean. <laughs> okay. Uh, we already. I'm, I'm glad it's okay. We already. We already covered it. We don't got to get into it again. It was clearly for his, him to, for his therapy. You know, it wasn't really for the fans. <laughs> but uh, who? We already talked about that though. Take me to the pilot. The Ranger. Take me to the pilot. Out upon the Ranger. Take me to the pilot. I'm not on the Ranger. Take me to the pilot. I'm not on the stranger. So it's got. I filled in a couple more syllables there this time. We'll just stick with this one. Take me to the pilot. Take me to the pilot. I should just pull out the. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Take me to the pilot. Treasure trove. That's great. Yeah, what the fuck else is going on, guys? That's it. Do we have starting the summer off, I guess? Starting it off right, apparently. Or wrong. (laughs) Yeah. By the sound of this episode. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what what else you guys want to talk about here. Um. Okay. Look up this conspiracy, okay. Bruce. All right. It profit nothing to carry out this conspiracy any further. Look up... S- uh, CIA created rock bands. That should oh. a generic uh, Whoa. Know, description of the, of this said conspiracy. Uh, let's see. Okay. I guess I can do the same I thing. I think I've heard that. a little bit about this. To foment what? Like, wh- what's your version of it? So basically to control the, the, the minds of the youth. Did the CIA propagate rock and roll? That's from the AWL? By trying to sell them what? Like by or trying to get them to behave how? Like CIA you... social control through sex, drugs, and rock and roll. However, I, I don't know. To get know. them interested in those topics, to the, the those things. The manufactured invention of the Beatles, Stones, Grateful Dead, and more. Uh, That's yeah. what we're talking about. That's what I was looking I for. I can't buy that because I know all about how those bands sort of got their start. I guess. Okay. So to go if along you with. believe the stories. Right. But with the Nixon era propaganda, you know, if you can get them to do drugs, then you have a reason to lock them up. Yeah, that's right. That whole bit about how blacks are incarcerated at a higher rate, so they proliferate drugs in those neighborhoods more is just a way to get more of them locked up. It's just like opioids now in white trash neighborhoods. They just change the race. Right. Damn. It's been going on for a decade. Just change up the flavor. That's all it is. Wow. Because prison's a huge fucking money-making industry as well. Prisons are. Oh, yeah. Privatized prison industry makes billions. So how do they make their money? Uh, Obviously, the, the prisoners have to pay all their fucking fines and shit. That's part of it. But, like, 
how do prisons make money? Well, I'm sure for every person they have incarcerated, they get a big chunk of subsidy from whatever the government. state or, or yeah. the government. Yeah. Just... So it's taxpayer money that funds these privatized prisons. Fuck. Fuck. That's that... sobering. That's sobering. Yeah. And they make a shitload of it. Hmm. <sighs> yeah, well... I just feel like the Beatles was just this like thing that was uh, sparked something in, in a generation that was ready for it, and obviously the dollars drove their success like any other business would. But I don't think that was planned. I mean, I, I highly doubt it was planned. Um, Not according to tabublog.com. <laughs> <laughs> what do they have to say about it? The introduction of four mop-top dudes with incredible talent from a town in Liverpool, England, to continue to influence generations even today was a scientifically planned, well-executed agenda to steer the youth of the 70s to a counterculture they could identify with by giving teenagers the false choice and influence their culture through music. Wow. Yeah, like this, this looking at this stuff is the ramblings of a madman. <laughs> Most of this stuff is. Jesus. It's fun. Right. It's fun rabbit hole. Well, it's funny because the anti-war movements and the, and the, and the student protests and the, the racial strife and all, all the people in the streets in the 60s, you know, and, and, and the anti-government vibes of that time period, that was well into 69, 70 the Beatles had already been around for five plus years at that point, so um, maybe they got a hold of them. Maybe they, that maybe they already grew that influence. They were like, "Hey guys," they started doing LSD around that time, right? Pushing it sixty five, sixty six. Yeah, where were they getting it from? Yeah, yeah. but I do think that in the, like eighty, like late, like disco is would be a, if CIA created disco. That to me sounds like something that would be have some traction only because that diffuses and dumbs down the the that vibe of you know here's some cocaine and disco you know like to distract you from actually caring about things that matter you know like that's when it really took a turn toward um the industry trying to groom its consumers to be you know to not be recalcitrant to not be rebellious was more eight late seventies, eighties, and beyond. Like Dick Clark, Bill Hicks, for example, has some choice words about Dick Clark. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> He's got this whole thing where, like, um, oh man, it's so good. Like, <clears throat> can't wait to hear it. Something about like uh, it's a good thing we have Bill Hicks live in the studio tonight. Do you remember John Davidson? He, he like he was like this talk show host from Motor Week. He, he did like that's incredible and. <laughs> He he was like this fucking haircut on TV. That like, <laughs> he was a haircut. Do you remember That's Incredible? Hair, that show? I do, I do. Yeah, he was like was one like of the hosts that, of that. That and like Ripley's Believe It or Not were like yeah. two competing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, They're both great. Well, Bill Hicks had this thing. It was like John Davidson walks into, Bill, uh, into Dick Clark's office, bends over the desk. Dick Clark f- takes out his devil, devil cock, fucks him up the ass. Just as he comes on his back, the cum drops form into new kids on the block and you know, like George Michael, you know, Debbie Gibson. <laughs> like, you know, like he's, he had this whole thing where he like laid out how these fucking people create like this fucking like aesthetically empty, shitty, like fucking content to drag 
the population, like their taste levels and their intellectual levels down to this fucking lowest common denominator, you know, to keep it. Meanwhile, like he's got also choice words for like H.W. Bush and people like that, you know. Who are they jizzing on? (laughs) Just jizzing on fucking kids. (laughs) Um, And Bill Hicks is the one who said that, you know, what is it with John Lennon murdered, Gandhi murdered, Kennedy murdered, Reagan wounded. (laughs) You know, like that's what I agree with him on that. Like what? Yeah, we know your feelings. I, I don't want to get too specific and like have us like you know be in trouble and shit. I mean, why, like that. why? Why start now? <laughs> why start? But he's kind of got a point. Like, <laughs> like I don't get it. How come? Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like there were a couple of attempts on Gerald Ford, which was anomalous. Because he was like this Republican. He's a guy who took over after Nixon was impeached, right? Or whatever. <laughs> like, but he was like a non-factor. He was like a lame duck non-factor. He didn't, yeah, he didn't even run right like, after that, right? I, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know why. He's, he's kind of like. He's a filler. Kind of like our current mayor. Yeah. He just like kind of got dropped into mayor. it and has no idea what the fuck's well, happening. Bruce, how did that young? come to pass? Who who, st- who had to step down? You got any anything you want to say about that person? <laughs> oh, not, yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. No, <laughs> not like, yet. Like not, not even a thing anymore. Like nobody's gonna have any yeah. idea, right? You, mi- you missed your opportunity. I think on you're that right. One. Need to strike while the iron was hot. <laughs> I don't believe the groom has had you yet. <laughs> no, not yet. Where is the groom? Into bedroom. It's uh, some Tom Hank, uh, some bachelor uh, party. Bachelor party, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I saw. I got to see Castaway again recently, man. That movie is like a religious experience, man. I tell you, Tom it's, Hanks. Yeah. Do you still, a, do you still cry every time Wilson floats away? I don't know. Wilson, Wilson. Oh, it's insane, man. I saw that in theaters. Did you? You know what the most excruciating part of that entire movie the, is? The tooth with the ice. Oh skate? my god. Yeah, where he pops his tooth Could out. Could you imagine having to do that? No. That's it. That sounds terrible. Look yeah. terrible. Jesus Christ. And ap- Teeth. It's just something about teeth. I think more than any other sort of violence the in nerves, movies. man. Teeth violence. I tell you this. This is true now. You know how through the millennia, through the centuries, and up until pretty recently before we have medical breakthroughs in the last 100, 200 years, mm-hmm. like people used to like die super fucking young. For all these reasons, like dysentery, you know, fucking tubercular, all this stuff that we have cures for now, people would die like when they're in their 20s and 30s. Life expectancy was barely 40 for like centuries. One of the main things that killed people was their teeth, dude. Hmm. That's true. That's fucking true. Um, And, you know, even today, like you take in so many bacteria through your fucking like gums, teeth and gums, and you don't even fucking realize, realize it. Like, like. Like I'm gonna be, just be straight here. Just like I floss really often, as compared to, I, I floss really often. But like to, today, I flossed. It was probably like a couple weeks had gone by since I properly fucking flossed. Mm-hmm. And like you can fucking like smell horrible <laughs> breath smell, like halitosis smell. She goes ah, la, 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 la. like while you're like everybody out there that's listening. If you if you don't ever floss, do yourself a favor and go and like floss really properly tonight. <laughs> <laughs> 
and then smell and the like just floss. like just you don't you don't even have to smell the floss you'll just smell it in the air like as you're doing it what the fuck like, is going on with your teeth my point is my point is that there's like fucking like rank ass shit that's like living in in between your fucking teeth man you gotta <gasps> get that get that shit out of there so you learned it here guys it's like the fucking cavity creeps from the old like cartoons when you're a kid <laughs> we make holes in teeth we make <laughs> holes in teeth and please, please don't touch the wires. You know what I'm talking about? The fucking cavity <laughs> creeps, man. Commercial, man. <laughs> PG and A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we call up that? Was, was that hip hop or something? Do bring, not, bring, bring do up the not. bring up the cavity creeps. Cavity creeps. Here come the cavity creeps. They're all around you. They've come to give you the creeps. Do you That's, remember the cavity creeps, Kenny John? No, that must have been a local thing. I didn't grow up around Bal- Balmer. Balmer. All right. Day after day, Toothopolis stands behind its beautiful wall of teeth. It's fucking never Toothopolis. To the cavity creeps. Dude, I've never seen this. Make holes. <laughs> the cavity creeps. I'll call the crest team. Crest. <laughs> the siren. The cavity creeps must be near our beloved wall of teeth. Yes, at the upper back mola. Hurry into the crestmobile. Crest, protect us. Oh my God! For big hole. We must fight the cavity creeps with our flora. Take this, cavity creeps. This is brilliant. <laughs> this is fucking amazing. The cavity creeps are a constant threat to every Toothopolis. So you must fight with us. Have regular checkups. Watch treats. And brush after every meal with C R E S T. That's fucking brilliant, dude. So there you go. That's that old ass school sixties comic right, that, animation that, that shit that would pop up in yeah, like, the middle of, in the middle of cartoons. Same uh, GI Joe animation. Mm-hmm. Johnny That's Quest. really well put together and. It kind of makes sense. I mean, too. it was okay. Like, Don't let's not get carried when, away. <laughs> when you're a little kid, like that kind of makes sense. Like it teaches you, like, like all that has analogous reality. Like their mm-hmm. bacteria attack and the crest comes. Uh, you know, there, I, I had a comic book man uh, from like the early '70s or middle '70s or something. Um, that was probably more like early 80s like for being honest here it was like spider-man and it looked like it was a real spider-man comic this like three weeks ago but uh <laughs> but like on the cover like he's got like like a tube of like colgate under his arm or something <laughs> like and it says like spider-man and then like to the bottom of it like colgate presents whatever like you know <laughs> i remember like it was like a special one-off like that colgate and marvel did together or something <laughs> now did the did the like and i want one more thing about sorry, that guy. like like uh, I tried selling it on eBay and like nobody was fucking interested. Like it was like from the late, it was like like you think it was like something special. It was like nobody gave a rat's ass about it. Like put in put in yuck mouth, yuck mouth in YouTube. Yeah, do you remember this one? No, there, is that it, the poison? Yeah, this one, that top one. Yeah, they call me yuck mouth. Cause I don't brush Oh, I like my teeth like this They call me up my No, I won't brush How's about a little kiss? 
I got roast beef in my teeth, got some chicken too. Ouch! That's a cavity. Hey, that's new. Well, if you don't brush your teeth, then get you too. Tell me a yuck mouth. Don't be a yuck mouth. Another nutritional message from the ABC Television Network. Wow. So you guys don't remember any of this? No, oh I never saw God. yuck mouth. Does wow! It, anybody, but that was very Randy Newman. Well, what about the put, see a put, correlation put the, between put, the fact there was chicken in his teeth and the, <laughs> and the way it was being sung? I, I didn't until now. No, and okay. he made a point to say chicken, didn't they? Yeah, he did. Well, That's what, amazing. I made that being... same point about fucking in the end of JFK during the courtroom scene. Uh, one of the witnesses inside the, the school suppository or depository. <laughs> sorry, I get that wrong. I didn't do that on purpose. That's a confusing thing. Not one a, of the wit- not a bit, folks. Okay, <laughs> one of the witnesses, one of the coworkers. Okay. One of the coworkers of uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was this uh, like black man named Bonnie Ray Williams. Now Kevin Costner is giving the testimony. He he makes a point to say Bonnie Ray Williams was supposedly finishing his chicken lunch as Lee Harvey Oswald. Blah blah blah. Like, and why did Kevin Costner like? This is the same fucking thing. Like they put in the the screenplay. They put mm-hmm. that this black man. They had to put the word chicken lunch. Like, they, they made a point of it. They could have just said lunch. Exactly. Right. Like, as if that made it more convincing or something. Like, oh, well, he was eating chicken, the black man. Okay, not, do you believe me now? Like, does that... Ver- oh, oh, yes. And, uh, this makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, It's all coming yeah, together. Yeah. <laughs> so one time... <laughs> I was, like, probably in, like, second grade or something. Uh-oh, here we go. Life confessions. <laughs> we need, like, a sound effect for Bruce telling one of these stories. And I had a a friend when I was younger, uh, a black friend, you know, pretty much one black friend. Cause that's, that was, like, my quota. That was all my parents yeah, allowed me to have. Similar with right. us, too. He was a great guy, uh, a wonderful guy. Uh, his name was Dwayne. Ours was Luther. <laughs> <laughs> so... I went on a uh, trip with him uh, and his church uh, up to some amusement park. I'm guessing this is like a day trip or overnight or type something. shit. Or? Just a, a day trip. Okay. So you know, some sort of church trip taken to amusement park. Yep. Uh, so it was just me and a bunch of kids from his church. Were they all a whole, bu- the, whole bus? Whole bu- was they all African American or? I was the only Caucasian on okay. the bus. All right. Wow. Uh, we had, you know, this was right when rap music was starting to make its way out. So I remember having conversations about that. And so, you know, went to the nice, you know, went up to this music. So park. you're kind of like a Howard Stern moment in your in your life here. He ta- he always talks about how he went to an all black high school or something. Go ahead. Well, my Better than you or me, <laughs> <laughs> my high school had seven black kids in it. Uh, however, you know my. Uh, Earlier schools, uh, the ratio is a little different. Racial. Go ahead. So the bus. So anyway, so we go up, go to amusement park, run around all day, riding roller coasters, doing whatever kids do at amusement parks. We go back to meet up for lunch at the appointed oh time. God, yeah. <laughs> and like the chaperones are all taking out the the all these things, all these like coolers and stuff. Oh man. For no. the uh, at, the, at, the, at, at the picnic tables. <laughs> And literally, just a nice picnic. Right. I swear to God, (laughs) pulled out, pulled (laughs) out. (laughs) Click that shit. That's like last forever, dude. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Nothing but buckets and buckets of fried chicken (laughs) 
and slice up watermelons. <laughs> and he's like, can I get a filet of fish? Can I get a filet of fish? <laughs> so, <laughs> as a young child in the 80s, I had heard, you know... You've heard the stories. I, yes. I heard yeah. some stories. You were familiar with the stereotype. Right. I was very familiar with the stereotype. And I just remember thinking to myself, holy shit, it's all true. <laughs> all truism is about to but, get some you know, I, I guess, I guess, you know, most stereotypes do have <laughs> some sort of grounding in reality. Indeed, they well, do. Totally. I mean... But who also who doesn't like watermelon or fried chicken? This is very true. This is also true. So I, mean, I would tear I, the shit I, out of both of those. Right. I would. I yeah. mean, I obviously partook. Right. Partaked in Damn said man. lunch. I haven't had the KFC in quite a bit of time. They put some crack in that fucking special recipe, man. This was not KFC. No, it wasn't. Popeyes? No, I think it was just like homemade. Oh. Homemade. Wow. But I could be misremembering. But yeah, that's a, a very specific memory from my childhood. I uh, have I told you about all the times I was. I'm gay. No, <laughs> basically, like I could list for you like four or five different times in my life that I was victimized or mugged by by black kids. <clears throat> basically, you've mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and there's a little bit of that, like, you know, well, there's a little bit of that sense of, well, you know, I mean, they, you understand it because of their history and shit where you, like, don't blame them too deeply. No, I blame them. Yeah. You should buy a but, gun. Like, the first of the memories is this. I was, it was a terrible idea. Don't buy a gun. <laughs> I was probably, like, 10 years old, and every summer I'd go to this YMCA day camp where every morning, every, Monday through Friday, all summer long, I'd... I'd get on a bus with them at like get on the fucking bus. Yeah, <laughs> at eight, eight o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock, and then we'd go out and do something fun outdoors, like canoeing or hiking or whatever. All this fun shit. Dutch rotters. Um, and then we, I'd be back home by four or five or whatever it was. Like, and it was a cool thing that we did, that I did in the summer as a kid. Um, but there was this one one day, man. I must have been like about. I'm gonna say I was ten, and this other kid was twelve. Okay, so he was a lot taller and bigger than me. You know. African-American boy. Um, and he fucking held my head underwater, man, like he was trying to dunk me. Like, you know, like purposefully, like bully, bully move, dunking me under my head underwater. Uh, for, like to the point, like it was like he wasn't Thank let, you, sir. To the, point where, <laughs> to the point where he like wasn't letting me up. Right. Like, you know, and I was like, you know, and I was like, what the fuck? Am I going to die right now or what? Mm -hmm. it, it was like you know, a major fucking thing that happened. Christ. So your mortality has been an issue since 10. Right. Well, <laughs> it's just like this fucking thing that happened that was pronounced. And, right. And, so like afterwards, did he sell you a car? <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Why are we circling back to that? I don't get that. Never mind. Keep going. Wow, that's actually crazy. You say that though. Uh, the third and final person that tried to sell me shit was the finance. The last person you talked to was a finance officer. <laughs> it was that kid. It, it was no, it, but it was a black man in his thirties. He was younger than me. Uh, and uh, officious, he wasn't trying to be my buddy or anything. He was just officious, and 
And every time I turn, every time I try to turn turn shit down, like they would like come back with, "Well, I'm just trying to tell you. I'm just trying to tell you what we, what we got here." You know, they they like a, it was like a combination like guilt trip and combination like you know, don't you know, don't blame me, man. You know, um, but um, but anyway, so the next thing that happened, I was 14, mm-hmm. and uh, I was at this carnival in my hometown, like late on, Friday night. It was like a Friday night, this little podunk ass carnival in my town. And I was like there by myself. I don't know why I didn't have wasn't there with buddies or anything. I think I might have been meeting a a, a a a girl there. I was meeting a girl there, and it was fun. I think I remember having fun with the girl. And but then I like started. I left. I was walking home alone, and uh, and then like this older kid, like he must have been sixteen or seventeen. You know, it's always like they're a little older. You know, um, he comes charging down the road, running, and I could see there's like people chasing him, and he's running away from these people. Like I don't know if they were cops or what. But this belligerent black teenager was running down the road, and and I was I just happened to be in his path, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, and he says, "I like you, boy. I like you." Boom! And he just like pummels me in the head, and I fall to the ground. Like, and he just he doesn't even break stride. He just like, boom, like hits me with his with his fist, and I, I he probably hit me in the forearms. I probably had myself in a defensive stance, right? But he hit me, and I fell. That's all I remember. So that happened. <laughs> And then so it's kind of like a teenage drive-by. Just victims of the teenage drive-by. No, 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 no. They say, <laughs> they say chicken. I say how fried. What? <laughs> um, and then probably a year or two before that, I was thirteen. Mm-hmm. And buddy of mine and I were walking in um, at this shopping center in our hometown, and we had Walkmans with us because that was the age of like the cassette Walkman. Right. We were all proud. I had my McCartney and Wings tape in there. You know, it was my. I felt like the king of the world. You know, um, until <laughs> <laughs> you were rocking the ivory. Yeah, and then the ebony showed up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now there were these couple of teenagers, a couple years older. They were like, "Hey guys, you know, they're walking over and." Oh, they they grabbed them out of our hands, like you know, and they just they took the head, you know, they just like mugged this of them, basically, you know. And the, so those were gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I told you about the time I was. <laughs> Hold on, Dude, I think you're moving too quickly. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, now that that's good. So those are gone. Oh. And then so, the t- so you, you guys just gave them up. <laughs> I mean, we were like scared and younger and smaller than them. I mean, it was just a thing where they, we were just going with whatever. Like we didn't want to get beat up or whatever. It was. Right. So, do you see a similarity between that and between a mechanic coming up to you and saying, <laughs> "Hey, your transmission's like shot. It's going to be like six grand to fix it. You should probably just junk this one and buy a new car from our lot." That's an interesting thing. It's <laughs> an interesting question. You guys yeah. just come full circle. Instead of a Walkman, it's just your car. And they're like, eh, I think I'm going to take that. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you know what? Just just go ahead. It's not worth the hassle. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. That is quite the full circle fucking moment right there. That's 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 fucking crazy right there. See, so... You were never bull- wait. Is there another incident? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's hear that. <laughs> Keep them coming. <laughs> um, there was a real small incident when I was like uh, eighteen. Like uh, these these kids are probably about my age. 
they were selling 12 packs like they were driving around and they had like 12 packs in the back of their car and okay. like, I walked over Do you remember the brand? Actually one of there was a couple 12 packs I bought Rolling Rock. Uh one of them was Colt 45. <laughs> there you go. Like how often have you ever seen a 12 pack cans of Colt 45? Oh, cans. Gross. Yeah, not, yeah. not often. Yeah. Thankfully. But, uh, but anyway, like I I remember like they they handed me beer and while while i handed them the bill that i was paying with but it was like a 20 or something Mm -hmm. and they were supposed to give me some change like a like it was a significant probably like eight bucks and maybe it came to 12 bucks or something i bought two six packs maybe it came to 10 bucks or something i'm like only got a 20 you guys got a 10 yeah man so I handed him the twenty, and they're like, they're like, bye bye, lard ass, or whatever. Like you know, I'm quoting uh, Cheech from uh, Up in Smoke. Mm-hmm. But then they just like drove off. Eh! They drove away with, with without giving me my change. So you know, whatever. I still came out ahead because I had beer and I was 18. You know, it was like one of those things where like I still felt like I had come out okay. <laughs> but that was a funny memory. And then uh, funny. <laughs> And then nine years ago, on July 4th, I was held up in my front yard by three teenagers when I got out of my car, 10 o'clock at night. Um, but it was like a glorified BB gun. It was like, it was the element of surprise that they had going for them. And I, I had, a, I was carrying a bunch of shit in both arms. It was like, I, like empty your pockets, empty your pockets, like in my, my fucking front yard. Mm-hmm. Um, I've told this story numerous times, I think. Probably on, on this episode, you may on, have even told every single one of those stories on the past episode. Yeah, but, but that's okay. <laughs> I uh, feel like some of them are new to me. Okay, but every time that this happened, they got my wallet. They took my wallet only, which had zero dollars in it. So I felt personally triumphant there. <laughs> uh, it's it's the small victories. Yeah, and I just the small victory. Ow, now, 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 now. It shouldn't bother me. No, it shouldn't. Um. <laughs> um. So, have you ever been bullied by white people? Yes, I have. Let's hear. Some when I was of in middle stories. school, Let's when I was in one. middle, yeah. Let's even things up a little. Yeah, yeah. It's funny perspective. It, yeah, when I was in middle school, I I used to have to take I took a bus, but it was a public town bus. It wasn't okay. like uh, the school. Uh, I take the remember what? it was a green and silver uh, town bus, local bus that I took. Why uh, wouldn't the school bus get you? Because I was like too far. It, it, there was no route. It, I was like too far or something. And I never, I never fucked with the school bus for some reason. Um, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I really don't know the answer to that. That's really weird. But um, so it would drop me off at the Seven Eleven, and then I would walk like it was probably like a five minute walk from the Seven Eleven. But I tell you what, man, every time I, I think it was when I was trying to catch it again in the afternoon to go home, mm-hmm. there were these like, I was in middle school and these kids were probably like ninth grade or something. And like jean jacket, like two kids, jean jacket, like burnout type kids, you know, um, one, one of these kids that like, uh, <laughs> that I went to high school with that was like that, you know, with mm-hmm. the long hair and like the fucking like ink tattoos in their, in their fucking hand and shit. And like the the jean jackets with like the band logos on the back right. and shit, long hair and the cigarette smoking across the street and shit. One of these kids like used to be able to like just in the middle of study hall because I never I never had an academic class with any of these kids. Right. Like once in a while I'd interact with them in the hallway or I had a couple in study hall. This one kid would like pound himself in the sternum 
and like a puff of smoke would just come out on on <laughs> command on command <laughs> like i shit you not dude this was fucking crazy um but um but anyway, yeah, man. One was short and one was tall. Like, and the short one did all the talking. It was like, it was <laughs> like course. Jay. It was like they reminded me of Jay and Silent Bob if the speaking was roles were reversed. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. that's exactly what these two kids were. I was thinking more like Master Blaster in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Oh wow, the little guy and the big guy. Never mind. Keep going. I actually never saw that. Big surprise, right? Master Blaster is also a Stevie Wonder song from 1982. We'll be jamming until the break of dawn. Master Blaster jamming. So, uh, and it, but uh, yeah, and they would be, they would be like, they would like shake me down for my money and shit like that, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, yeah, man, I got a great memory. Uh, once in elementary school, this older kid stole my bike, like my BMX bike that right. I loved. And uh, it was like a few months later, I like saw some ki- like older kid I-, I didn't know at the time exactly who had stolen it but a f- couple months later i saw an older kid with it was clearly my bike but he had spray painted it kind of mm-hmm. che- cheaply i could tell it was my fucking bike and uh man i told my dad about it and he like marched up to that schoolyard or whatever i remember like he like got my fucking bike back dude I- i'll never forget that it was fucking that was a great memory that was a white kid by the way I had one stolen out of my yard when I was a kid. I uh, I don't think we ever got it back. It was a mongoose. Mongoose. The they called it Operation Mongoose. The type of bike. One no Huffy. Huffy. Uh, How about you, Jeffro? What bully stories? Yeah. Or getting your bike stolen stories. Get my bike stolen. Um. <laughs> or just racism. <laughs> Just random racism? Casual or otherwise. <laughs> I don't know. When I was a kid, I was kind of fat, so I got picked on a little bit. Mm-hmm. There were some bully situations, but huh. I survived it. I got through it. Lost the weight. Started lifting weights in high school. Confronted the people that made, you know, fucked with me since I was bigger than them now. Even later in life, I saw this one kid who would fuck with me in middle school. And now he's just, like, he wears eyeliner and is totally... He's a, he's a Johnny Depp of Bel Air, essentially. <laughs> wow. And, you know, had words. This was, I was probably early 20s at this point, but long enough after middle school to where it was like, right. hey, remember me, motherfucker? Damn. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. I just you know, puffed my chest up a little bit and was like, yeah, there's, it, I, I came out on top. That's what it came. It's right. funny. Like, what is it in people that make them need to do that? Is asserting their is this is it some leftover from caveman days of asserting be. dominance and shit? Well, there's no reason to do it. Plus the the you know influx of hormones and stuff. I mean, you know, middle school because it seems like that's right. usually when the most bullying goes yeah. on. And you know, not only nature but nurture. Some of those people have shit home lives. They get picked on at home. Mm-hmm. And they take it out on other people because they can't take it out on their dad who, you know, put cigarettes <laughs> out of their arm, right. forearm. Fuck, can't talk. It's all right, man. Not that it's an excuse, but I'm sure there's a reason. You know, I like to think that I'm not a piece of shit, somewhat because of genetics and somewhat because of my parents. You know? Yeah, that's it, man. It's a cocktail, man. It's a stirred, shaken, not stirred, or whatever whatever you want to say, cocktail. 
every person walking around is a cocktail of that nature nurtures all stirred up together and to makes a fucking concoction that can be volatile and unpredictable, you know, for sure. You know, that's why you have people like your David Koresh's and your fucking Charles Manson's and your Andrea Yates's. Like, you know, it, the law of numbers is like, you know, it's with We're this a random group of people. Yeah, with up. this many, like this many fucking billions going with it, like billions of people on the planet that you're just doing these like jizz concoctions, like <laughs> like your David Lynch's and your Dick Simmons, <laughs> Dick Simmons, Dick Simmons. Um, yeah, your Sam J.K. Sen- Simmons and your Richard Simmons. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, Sam sends his regards. He couldn't make it tonight, but right, that's a damn shame. Yeah, it sounded like he popped in for a moment. Yeah. He wanted when we when you got talking about KFC, he almost was going to drop by and talk about Colonel Sanders could have won this fucking war. He talking about the Desert Storm. The war lasted three days, folks. <laughs> I bet parties have gone on longer than World War Three. He's here. He's here. I feel him. <laughs> He's in the air. I hope not. It's, Did it's, you fight in World War Three? No, no. But I was at one of Kinnison's parties once. <laughs> I'm lucky to be alive. I start. I still have a regular heartbeat. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> how's it hanging, fella? So what happened at the party? <laughs> well, people know you're a celebrity. They, they lay down lo- lines of coke, folks. From here, three feet fucking long. This fucking line. These fucking lines they, tr- they cut for me to do. They think because you're a celebrity, you can do superhuman amounts of drugs. <laughs> so did you do them, Sam? Of course. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Explains a lot. Explains a lot. So oh anyway. My God. <laughs> so I guess with that. With that, are, are we are we sealing this shut? Episode thirty two is I think so, fellas. Come to its Yeah. Listeners finale. send us send us some email. You know, just send us any fucking thing. <laughs> Um, can we? Is it t- possible before we go to pull up our email and, and play that little clip again of that uh, Australian beer can Billy? Because that that was uh, that was fucking pretty hilarious. Yeah, I'm be- I, I, I meant to post it on the page. I haven't done yeah. it yet. I'll do it right now yeah, afterwards. Uh, can we give that a listen? So you want to hear beer can Billy? The Australian beer can Billy that uh, t- Tyler was it? Yeah, Tyler from Parkville. Yeah, Tyler from Parkville. Sent See us. how much how much coverage you get if you send us an email yeah. <laughs> he's got we'll even talk tens about, of minutes of material on multiple podcasts now we'll, we'll, tens of minutes we'll, we'll even talk about um your email multiple times here it is if you're a fucking fair dinkum fucking full-grown aussie this is what you'd have for breakfast you fucking dog cunts <laughs> a fucking vb long neck at 20 to 8 in the fucking morning Get that up, yeah. <laughs> wow. VB. Get that up, yeah. That's what we say about taking the cynic route, episode 32, 1 through 32, folks. Get them up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Solid advice. So with that. <laughs> oh, taking the cynic route. I'm Jeff. They call me Bruce. Guinea John saying bona sera. Uh, have, a, have a good summer, folks. You know what? The summer uh, output may lag a touch. A contour here. But uh, 
<laughs> We're going to do our best to get them out. <laughs> Check out the merch page. Buy a shirt. Get our local merch. You know, we had a couple of guys from the Taking the Cynic out there. You know, brilliant guys. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. Buonasera. Thanks for listening to Taking the Cynic Route. Hope you enjoyed it. If you got any topic ideas for us or you want to maybe be a guest one day, you got any feedbacks or comments at all, <laughs> you just hit us up at our email, cynicroutepodcast at gmail.com. Or on the twits at, at cynicroutepod. We also have a Facebook, facebook.com slash cynicroutepodcast, or Patreon, where you can donate whatever you want. Lots of money. Lots of money. But basically, you can get any of these addresses from our own website, www.takingthecynicroute.com. You heard about these internets? Check us out.